Play, and welcome to Dawson's Critique. I'm Erin Hensley. And I'm Julia Callahan, and we are two former college roommates and current BFFs who have loved Dawson's Creek since episode one first aired on the WB in 1998. Join us for this spoiler-free podcast as we break down one episode every week. We're going to reminisce about our memories of the show and tell you stories of how Dawson's Creek defined our generation. Today we discuss season five, episode 14, Gorilla Filmmaking. Okay. <laughs> Written by Jonathan Kasdan. Mm-hmm. Directed by Julia Rask, who did not direct much else, but produced mm. The Mindy Project and I Feel Bad, hmm. um, both TV shows. This one originally aired on February 6th, 2002. And description from Wikipedia. Directing Oliver's movie is not an easy task. Audrey, playing opposite Oliver, has problems with the star's kissing skills, and Dawson discovers that Oliver is a deficient thespian. <laughs> Girl same, <laughs> leading to a recasting of Charlie in the role. This puts the film under additional pressure. The final scene must be shot by the end of day as the lights are only rented for that long. And Dawson wants to change it as he feels it lacking. Audrey, practicing lines with Pacey, kisses him in a moment of passion. Later, she locks herself in the bathroom out of guilt for making a move on her roommate's ex. But Joey, called in by Dawson, gives the two of them her blessing. Joey was called away from Professor Wilder's house, where she has made the decision to quit his writing seminar, thereby allowing them to date. (laughs) Meanwhile, Jack and Eric bond over the former's coming out experience, and Eric's body language suggests a regard deeper than friendship. (laughs) However, then Eric goes to the fraternity's leadership and claims that Jack kissed him without consent. Jack, seeing that he has been prejudged, quits the fraternity, stopping only to wish Eric clarity and greater self-acceptance. Dawson and Audrey improvise a successful ending in one long take, and Joey heads back to Professor Wilder's house through a snowy late night Boston to be continued. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Uh. Um, okay. Uh, I feel like these, these descriptions are getting longer and like, l- like I know less about it somehow. <laughs> yeah. Like- By the end of this, I'm like, huh. There's a lot of editorialization. Yeah, agreed, um, agreed. And, like, they're definitely longer. It's more like, you don't need to watch these move along. But I don't know if that's true. Well, this one... Yeah, yeah, we'll get into it. Yeah. So, My History is Mysteries. On February 6, 2002, Queen Elizabeth II of the Commonwealth Realms Mm -hmm. celebrates her Golden Jubilee, marking 50 years since her accession to the thrones of the United Kingdom, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, when I moved to England in 2003, mm-hmm. they had just finished the Jubilee Bridge. Great. Which was <laughs> built for that. Oh, God. I think. Don't hold me to that, London. Uh-huh. There was something big that they built for that. I'm sure. I think it's the bridge. Yeah. Anyway, it's February 8th and going to the 24th. The Winter Olympics are held in Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh, yeah. The U.S. wins 10 gold, 13 silver, and 11 bronze medals. Okay. That sounds like that many. We're not as good in Winter Olympics Hmm. as we are in summer. Well, there's also just less events. There's less events, but also like Norway and Sweden, just like. Is that true? I mean, they they win a lot of shit. Uh And Canada. Yeah. Um, February 9th, 2002, Princess Margaret, Countess of Snowdon, and only sibling of Queen Elizabeth II, dies. On the day of her jubilee? It's three days later. Wow. Yeah. 
Margaret. Um, she's such a tragic story. I, I mean, do. like, whatever. She's born into wealth. Like, we get it. But yeah. she couldn't, like, marry the person she loved. And, like... Because he was divorced. Yeah. Or who cares? Like, yeah. I think there's that's several why. reasons. But, yeah, I've that's one the of crown. them. i watched The Crown. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know everything. <laughs> the Crown. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah. Uh, according to Helena Bonham Carter... <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm going to forget the woman who plays her in the early seasons, but she's really good. Um, I made Jen watch all of the crown when, mm. when it was announced that um, Gillian Anderson was playing Margaret Thatcher. Oh, Cause yeah. you know, I never give up a, a moment where I get to just scream at Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> anyway. Um, good stuff. If you need something to do. Uh, number one movie is again, Black Hawk Down. Wow. Black Hawk Down and Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, became the first two films to win at least three consecutive weekends in a row since The Birdcage and Primal Fear in 1996. Wow. Can I tell you a story about Primal Fear? If you want to. When I watched it for uh-huh. the first time, um, I, it, the ending fucked me up so badly that mm-hmm. I sat on the floor of my parents' living room, mouth agape. My mom was like concerned for my well-being because <laughs> I was like, wait what just happened if you've never seen it it's a great i'm not gonna spoil it it's a great Uh ending but i it like fucked me like i Mm -hmm. really had a hard time with Mm -hmm. that ending fucked me up anyway um number one song is you got a bad by usher debuting at number 65 is again usher with you don't have to call Mm -hmm. peak usher Mm, peak usher yeah Debuting at number 70 is Girlfriend by NSYNC featuring Nelly. Okay. Yeah, which yeah. I felt, I listened to that and I was like, this feels like early Justin Timberlake. Well, his Justify comes out next year, mm-hmm. 2003. Don't I remember? <laughs> um, debuting at number 74 is Youth of the Nation by P.O.D., oh, wow. which you literally could not get away I from know, in 2002. So true. Woof. God. Woof. Um, and at number 72, we have Young by Kenny Chesney. Um, not a great song, gotta say. Uh, I want to just say, like, I feel like I just hate most of the country that's on the charts, but I want you to know that, like, these charts are fucking full of country music. And this is the Billboard Hot 100, which usually, mm. like, doesn't have a lot of country on it, so it's fascinating. Well, where do they pull the data points? I don't know. Billboard? Oh. It's I got it from Billboard. I know, but like, is that from sales or record plays or... Yep, sure. Great oh. question. <laughs> have no idea. <laughs> no clue. Mm. <laughs> Just Billboard. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to open in Joey's dorm room where... Audrey and Oliver are clearly acting in this movie. Yeah, like, they're trying to trick us, but it's, like, so obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't even know why they try, because, like, Audrey and Oliver have never even fucking met. Right. So it's, like, a weird opening. Yeah. They've done this before in the shows. So I totally. think it's kind of being like, oh, tricked you. Here but we you're are. like, no, you didn't. Yeah. And look, at it's, like... It's, again, like, a really bad script that you're like, I would give anything for this movie. I feel like if, if Dawson's Creek was made, like, currently, they would add, like, extra content. Mm-hmm. Of it would like, be, like, online. Yeah, yeah. Of, like, the movie or, like, a trailer or, yeah. like, you know, some kind of The clips. commentary behind it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, God, I just would give anything to see one of Dawson Leary's movies. Yeah, it's got... This, this particular one has got major, like, someone wrote this that doesn't understand what women find attractive vibes yeah because like it's real wild it's wild so and like audrey has to make out with oliver and like she just like stops mid make out and like she's like 
I cannot do this. I, this guy sucks, you know? And she has, like, notes on this script. She's I like, know. and let me stop you here, because this is a lot. It's kind of funny, because they didn't do a rehearsal. Right. Or the read-through. Or a read-through. Where you would get these notes, but okay, whatever, fine. We're not supposed to know that stuff. Jen is there. She's the producer, right? Mm-hmm. She's sitting next to Dawson. And, um, well, and Audrey says that the writing's bad and Oliver's like, I'm right here. You know, like he's all, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Jen is like, <laughs> should we have animated? I know. <laughs> it's so cute. Mm-hmm. And Hudson's like too late. And he's got like his director hat on. Yeah. So he goes over to Audrey to explain to her like what the script means. And she's like, I just would never do this. Like yeah. if a girl was like coming on to a guy, like you wouldn't do it like this, mm-hmm. you know? And Dawson's like, yeah, but this is what it means. And it's like. Dawson. Like, I think Dawson's doing his job as a director yeah, for sure. But on the other hand, this like highlights the problems in Hollywood where women look at a movie and you're like, this is stupid. This doesn't right. make any sense. And right. a man were like, wasn't that great? And you're like, no, no. it wasn't, <laughs> yeah. you know? And then men have the gall to say movies that women like are bad. Right. And you're like, fuck off. You yeah. Know? Um, so anyways, uh, everyone seems to kind of like understand it and Jen gets on like the megaphone. megaphone and she says something and there's like hella feedback. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we see Pacey's there too. Yeah. He's operating the mic. So it's like all hands on deck. It's kind of cute. It is. Although interestingly, Joey isn't there, even though it's her room. I, I agree with you. And like, they don't like, we complain about this all the time, but like there obviously is a tension there between with Joey. Dawson and Joey. Yeah. And, or Joey and Jen, I think. Or Cause they haven't that, been on yeah. screen together this whole time yeah, since, since- um you know the reveal of of them dating of jen and dawson dating and so like it's kind of disappointing like you wish you could at least know how they where they are like jen and and um joey even if jen said it to dawson like yeah even if she was like this is how i feel yeah or like oh it sucks joey couldn't be here but i talked to her about it and like this is why Mm -hmm. like to at least know that they're in communication totally um because, like, I don't know, for as big of a deal as, like, they made Joey's reaction to this event, which is, like, fine, of course you'd feel that way about your ex, but, like, you know, like, they don't ever, like, expand on it. And I think it's just, like, it bums me out because, like, then we have to have Joey's storyline be, like, Professor Wilder. Right, no, totally. And I think, like, I think also, like, there's this way that, like, the show does know how to tell the story without Joey and Dawson being at the center of mm-hmm. it. And to, to that, for that, I am grateful. Mm-hmm. But like much like in the middle of season three, where they kind of weren't really even talking mm-hmm. and they have those moments, like they have that one moment where she's like, you know, the B and B and he's like, what B and B? And she's like, where's Eve? And he's like, Eve left weeks ago, you know, yeah. like where they just don't even know what, what's going on with and each like other. there's this part of me that's like that would make perfect sense right now that mm-hmm. like that's what they're like that's the kind of relationship they have yeah. like they don't really know what's happening in each yeah, other's lives totally but also like you know you could make or you could make this scene where like joey walks in the door and is like what the fuck i know like she didn't know this was happening or something totally um also just like my little note is that i do love actors acting like they're on a movie set there's Uh something i feel like they're constantly like doing impressions of the crew Uh. and like so they only they know that but I i feel like they are having a great time that's amazing yeah always um so yeah and oh dawson tells pacey like don't fucking dip that boom into my frame one more time yeah yeah it's funny yeah and like and jen's just like amped to be there she does the marker yeah she uses the marker and she's so cute and it's just fun to see them all together yeah i agree yeah and 
And just like Dawson directing a movie with all his friends or a bunch of his friends involved. Like, yeah, exactly. It's like, it is kind of nice. Yeah. So we go to Joey and Wilder's class. Yeah, after the credits. Yeah, and Wilder's having this whole so lecture boring. on how the same things that make your life good and interesting make writing good and interesting, which I absolutely do not agree with. I know, it's so weird. <laughs> like, you know, like it's hard because like I don't care that they're trying to make writer Joey. Like, it's fine. But we already have a writer on the show, Dawson. Right. So like, why do we need to? I, I mean, I'm with you. You know? I'm really with you. Like, we went through horrific art, Joey. I just, like, like, and I want her to change her mind. And, like, I, I'm fine with her changing her mind and being like, I'm not art, Joey. But, like, writer Joey is so boring because we already have a writer on the show. Yep. Agreed. And, like, that already writes. We already know from the other writer on the show that, like you said, writing from your life is, like, bad. I mean, it's, people do it all the time. Mm-hmm. My thing is just, like... It's not the only thing to do. Plenty of writers make great books about absolutely boring topics. Right. I mean, I read sci-fi, so, like, that is not someone's life, you know? Uh Uh-huh. I do know. (laughs) So it's, like, I don't know. Um, And you can still build a really elaborate, rich world, you know? I do. I I definitely know that there's, like, way to which to draw some uncertain experiences to understand things. But, like, come on. And I would go ahead and make an argument that the best sci-fi sheds light on... Yeah, the real like, world exactly. that we live in. That's like the kind of point of it, you know. Well, sometimes people like to just do things, but mm-hmm. that's not really my jam. Yeah, that's, that's not fine. the kind of... I like deep dystopian, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he says the tension between the head and the heart are often at the core of great stories. Do you see where this is leading? Is it obvious yet? And he asked for someone to give an example from their own life of a time where their head and their heart or their desires and ideals were at odds with each other. And I'm just like, please stop. It's Please stop immediately. It's so weird because, like, we've already told this story in regards to Joey, too. Yeah. So it's, like, it's even more boring. Right. I didn't know that was possible. Because there's... Well, because... And it, the last time we told it, it was Pacey, and we were like, we're in. I know. We're it's in. It's the most sensational and now, TV we've ever seen. Right. And this, you're like, I don't... Like, I think because, like, we don't, like... And, like, actually, the one of the reasons why, like, you know, there's a lot of reasons why Joey and Pacey's storyline works in season three, like, obviously. Sure. But one of the best ones is when she talks to Jen about it. Yeah. When we know how, jo- like, when we know that Joey's in on it, too, is, like, the is like what makes it good, too. And we don't know how Joey fucking feels about Professor Wilder. Like, every time Audrey asks about him, she's like, no, he's my teacher. I don't want to fuck him, you know? Right. And, like, that's fine. But we haven't even, like, gotten a hint of maybe she feels something else. except Until for, like, she kissed until him. Until she kissed him, yeah. yeah. And so, like, this doesn't... It's not the same of, like, a slow build. Because, like, we don't know what she wants, you know? And also, there's... What are we seeing in this relationship? Yeah, because, like, like what are the stakes? She lays it out later when she in this episode when she talks to Audrey. But, like, we don't know what the stakes are in her mind. Right. So, of course, Joey raises her hand at this moment and she, is like... She doesn't even... Does she, she just start talking? Someone starts to talk and she's like, I have an example. Oh, okay. I didn't... Okay. It's really funny. And, he, and she says it's about a guy. And then Wilder's like, oh, isn't it always... He's a fucking dick to her he, after to they her kiss. Like, it's so weird. Totally. And then a bell rings that's like... A bell rings. <laughs> 
in college. It's, and it's like it's a, not church a, it's a church bell. It's like, yeah, the the like camp, the campanile. I don't know. I'm a, I, my mom went to Berkeley, so that's what I know it as. But oh my you know God, I mean? it's so funny. <laughs> and like, while there's like, oh, he sounds like super not sincere, where he's like, I guess you're going to have to share this next week. Oh my God. It's, it's like fucked up. Like, I don't know, whatever. He's such an asshole. So it's like hard to care about him. And like, I don't even feel like even at the time when we watch this, we're like, oh, he's so smart or he's all these things that Joey's making him out to be. So it's like also like hard to be like, what's going on here? Right. No. And Joey follows him out of the building. She is in a great coat and a great scarf in this. And she's like, we need to talk. Yeah. That was like so uncomfortable. She literally is like, that was uncomfortable. And we're like, good, finally. Like, I was like, gross. She's standing up for herself. Oh, interesting that you thought that. I was like, you're such a 19 year old in this moment. (laughs) He totally made her uncomfortable in class. Yeah, totally. And she's like, that was uncomfortable. Like, why? Like, he he crossed the line. She kind of didn't. I agree. You know, I agree. But he's like sarcastic and deflecting. Like, yeah, but he like, totally like gaslights her. Yeah, but he finally asks if she's okay. Like <laughs> at at uh-huh. some point, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm fine," but like weirded out by a recent event. Yeah, she uses the thing that she always does, like recent events, and you're like, "What the fuck does that mean?" Just say that when we kiss. yes. I'm weirded out by recent events. Like, oh my god. I'm weirded out that we kissed. Like, it's just like, what does that mean? Like, does she mean recent events in the classroom, like that just happened minutes ago, or the fact that we kissed? No, she means that he we they kissed. But I mean, like, but we don't know, and he barely right. knows her. So no, like, totally. you know, it's I'm with so you. weird. So then he does this thing where he's like, "I'm sorry, I'm a creep," which like, I feel like creepy yeah, men do. I know. And, like, as if that somehow makes things okay. Like, if you admit that you're I a know, creep, you're yeah. like, it's, it's okay. I'm fully aware of it. Yeah. And I'm like, uh. Okay. And, and he's, he's like, like I will know. totally, like, try to give, I'll just try to give you the answers. We can totally talk. And I'll, like, you know, I don't know if I'll have the answers you, you know, you need. Yeah. But I'll try. And she's like, thank you. And he's like, okay, whenever you're ready. And so they're going to, like, stand outside of the classroom and talk about the fact that they've kissed. Like, I just don't know what the stakes are for him. I like, agree. Is he, if, like if he's like Doing willing this to talk in, about it in public, then like it doesn't matter that they've kissed. Right. Yeah. So anyway, we go to civilization. Well, she panics and leaves. Oh, right. She panics and leaves. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, we go to civilization and Audrey walks in and like immediately asks Pacey if he slept at this restaurant. <laughs> And she's like, and is that like a violation of the health code? And I'm like, I'm pretty yes. sure he is. <laughs> I cannot believe this is happening. I know. Where did he sleep? In the office. But like, have you ever been in a restaurant office? They're usually They're small so and tiny. Cramped. I mean, yeah. this is Boston. Like real estate is so expensive. Yeah. So it's not like they just have like, a, you a know, couch. like an, yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. So Pacey just blows past that mm-hmm. and is like, since it's your day off, I only, I can assume you only came here to critique my hygiene, but you should have called. And she says like, you know, well, we have plans. Like we're supposed to, you're supposed to help me with the, my lines for Dawson's movie. Uh huh. And Paisley's like, eh, it's not the best time. Yeah. Making omelets. And yeah. it's not the best time. And a woman comes out from the back uh-huh. where presumably Pacey slept and slept with her. So it's just like. He's just she, fucking someone at this restaurant. I mean, that makes sense. But the fact that she slept over. over. Like what? Girl, That's so dark. Girl. That is so dark. to your bed. Like whatever. If you like 
hook up with someone sure, and like, sure, sure. you know, yeah. Who's we, we've all done things. All, we've all been weird and done young <laughs> things, but like, then you, you go home. Yeah, you're not going to sleep underneath a table at a restaurant. Right. What kind of homeless shit like, is that? Or you're, or you're like, let's share this couch <laughs> in your boss's office. If it's big enough to have a couch. I know. Like, it's no thanks. so bizarre. I'll go home. I don't care how young I am. I'm not fucking sharing a couch with you. No way. Yeah. No way. Um, and she's, like, kissing his neck and asking for breakfast. And there's a part of me that's like, I mean, get it, Pacey? Like, good for you, sir. Totally. But also, like... Like, I'm not judging him for hooking up or this girl either. Yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah. the fact that she stays over and, like, is so bizarre Right, because then he goes to introduce her to Audrey and he gets her name wrong. Yeah, he's like, oh, Audrey, like, have you met? This is Gina. And she's like, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, Gina? He's like, uh... He, and like, she's like, mumbles you it. You don't even know my name? She's like, you don't even know my name? It's Rena. R-I-N-A. <laughs> I mean... But just funny because those are the two, two writers. Sure. Yeah. And then Pacey, like, kind of sucks and calls her sweetheart <laughs> and is like, don't leave angry, sweetheart. Oh, my God. And I was like, Pacey. She just, like, storms yeah. out. I mean, fair. Yeah. I mean, I would storm out, but, oh, like, yeah. I wouldn't have stayed over either. I wouldn't either. have stayed over. That's yeah. so bizarre. Um, and, like, he's like, oh, Audrey, omelet's all yours. <laughs> Guess you get this omelet. <laughs> so funny. I mean. Okay. So then we go to the frat, and there's like I don't know, is it a meeting? What's happening? I don't know, but there's more frat dudes. Than there's we've... so many frat That's dudes. That's what I've been saying. We've seen them all before, so they all have names in in the show. To no us, idea Chad. what they I don't know. are. But... but we've seen them all before, which again is so frustrating right. that like we only saw that girl working on the Rose, Rose Lazar project like one episode. I agree. Like, oh my gosh. Right. And it's like, so we're we're watching these frat bros, frat bro. Yeah. And it's like a meeting, I think. And this one guy is between like. between Blossom and Jack. Yeah. And this one guy's like, I heard of a party at a, at the sorority and we should all get go and get laid or get yeah. some nookie. And like. <laughs> oh my God. Does he say nookie? I think he does. Fucking kill me. I know. Seriously. And like, it's funny how. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, they're trying to tell us why Jack wants to be a part of this frat because he wants to fit in and he wants, But like, he's not going to this frat yeah. to get hooked up. So it's, like, kind of sorority. weird the way that the show itself is then portraying this fraternity. Right. Where it's just, like, they all, like, want to... So bro Yeah. And, like, so, like, hooking up with girls bro Like, you know, in that way. Right. Not no just one's like, trying to get Jack laid. Yeah. And, like, also no one's like, hey, let's go play Ultimate Frisbee or whatever, like other broy stuff, you know, right, right, right. That like you would see how in Jack's mind he fits in, right? Where he's like playing like flag football, like you know, yeah, in the quad or something like that, yeah. Because like all we've really seen them them have parties where they like try to hook up with girls. So like right. I just mean like in the continuity of the show, like what are we? Why does that supposed to make sense that Jack then wants to fit in with these people? I mean, your guess is like as good as mine. So bizarre. Yeah, I think it's just like there's this internalized homophobia where he just like wants to hang out with these dude bros, these like white men, mm-hmm. straight white men, and like be a part of this thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is. I just I I hear you, but I do want to point out that there is one black man. Oh sure sure sure. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. You're right. You're right. But like. But I mean, like, what's his story, too? I, I mean, know. there's a question yeah, there like, of, like, what's he doing super, here, too? Yeah. yeah, like, they do keep throwing in, like, he's been in before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but like it is but also the fact that there's one there's one and we already know jack is a token sure. so like you can only imagine what you know? yeah what he is yeah so i mean so that's interesting and that's like and to me it's like it, I think it would be more interesting and I, I get it. I lived through the year 2002 um, mm-hmm. and understand where we were as a culture. Right. <laughs> and like, there's a part of me that like, wouldn't it be so much more interesting if the dude bros were like, Oh, we brought some guys too for you. Like, mm. you know, like, Oh, we're in, like if we're in this hookup yeah. like thing, like, Hey, like we don't care. Right. I mean, obviously w- the story we're going to get is going to show us why we don't do that, but right. <laughs> whatever. Anyway, so also I just have to say the Blossom holding a lacrosse stick yet again. And like, <laughs> I just was like, of course this guy oh is just holding God. a lacrosse stick. Yeah, it's so weird. So um, I said after the meeting ends after some casual sexism and everyone leaves except for Jack and Eric. Yeah, so Jack stays back and then we see Eric's there too, the guy that yeah. went on a date with Audrey. Right. And like, and Eric is Eric's like, kind of like, you know, are you okay? And, like, so we're like, oh, okay, maybe this is the fitting in Jack means or whatever. And Jack's like, I don't know. Like, they totally bailed on me. And, like, I kind of missed my window of apologize. Jack, they beat you up. I know. And I was just like, when he's like, they bailed on me, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, he took what Pacey said to heart. But then he was like, I lost my window to apologize. And I was just like, what is Jack saying you were, here? You were like, record scratch? Um, yeah. From what I remember, they punched you. Yeah, like, I mean, it, it, like, I do think Jack participated in the fight, so he sure, does sure, sure. have to apologize. But, like, it was a weird thing to, like, have in one sentence, you I know? Agree. Like, you're like, what? I agree what? with you. What? It's so weird. Because then Eric's like, yeah, you stepped over the line. And I'm like, I mean, he did, but so did they. Yeah, like, everyone stepped over yeah, the line. Yeah, all the lines were yeah. crossed. Yeah. <laughs> there was a full-on fist fight at a bar while you were underage drinking. Right. And so then we go, we leave that scene. Yeah. That ends there. Um, we go up to Dawson's attic at yeah. Gramps' house. And Jen comes up while Dawson's, like, editing his movie. Yeah. And he's, he's like, like watching dailies and, and he's like down on it. He's like, I yeah, don't think this is going to be good. Like coffee for him. And yeah. And he's kind of like having doubts about like his fact that he agreed to do this project. Yeah, totally. Cause he's like, you know, we have to rewrite the ending, but there's only 12 hours because of the lights we have, as yeah. we heard about in the, <laughs> the description. description yeah. Some, for some reason, this was a part of that. Yeah. The lights they're using are only rented through tomorrow. And she, he's like, you know, so we got to shoot it tonight. And then he's like, but really, like, the problem is that Oliver is not a good actor. Yeah. And, like, you know, I like that Dawson's confiding in Jen about this, like, issue he's having. And, like, you know, it's kind of a sweet moment. And, like, you know, I'm excited for Dawson to kind of see what filmmaking is like. And, like, that's part of, like, being in art school or whatever. It sucks that, like, this storyline is just in kind of one episode. I agree. Like, it's really interesting, but, like... The making the movie storyline. Yeah, and, like, Dawson feeling conflicted about it. Of, like, I don't know. Like, (laughs) like, I think I made a mistake. This movie's kind of shitty. I didn't write it. But, like, maybe I can make it better. And, like, having to collaborate, that's such a good lesson, you know? So, it, I don't know. It's kind of, like, this is a good storyline that, like, you don't give enough energy to. And then other storylines get, like, way too much energy in Uh my mind. I agree. I agree. Um, so, of course, Oliver then comes bounding up the stairs. Yeah, my question... Wa- I have questions. Yeah. Are you well, ready? For, first of all, they're, like, watching 
all over in in um audrey make audrey out, make out right mm-hmm. yeah and she says he says that they have no chemistry and that jack and grams would have more chemistry. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and then and oliver like, comes in yeah and he, i'm like so did he sleep here i was wondering he's, that too he, he like is holding like a blanket he's got a blanket around him yeah. so like maybe and like jen sits with dawson on mm-hmm. the bed and dawson's like i mean good on dawson he like flat out tells oliver like I don't think that you're right for this. Yeah. And he like even puts it in a really soft way that like we don't normally see him. So seeing Dawson, the filmmaker, you're like, oh, wow. He has like bedside etiquette. He was like, totally like sits all over down. He's like, I think we need to do what's right for the movie. And like he just frames it in a way that like I think it's hard to say no to. Yeah. And it's like a way to explain like why he's going to say something mean, you know? Right. Or that could be perceived as mean, you know? And Oliver like to his credit doesn't take it like a total yeah loony he's tune like, yeah and like, he's is like, like i mean i don't agree with you but you are the director yeah. so okay you know and he's like but how are we gonna find someone who's like a total asshole but very charming and like they just start rattling off this list of characteristics and, and jen starts laughing yeah and she's like used to date him and then they look at her and dawson's like huh that's a good idea. And she's like, no, it's a terrible idea. Yeah. Ugh, this is when things take a turn that I'm like trying to understand, but like, I don't. Okay. Which is why it should be two, like more. Two or three. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Because like Jen flat out says like, it's a terrible idea and you wouldn't make me do that, Dawson. Yeah. And then we cut to her knocking on Charlie's door. Uh-huh. So it's like, what are we supposed to take away from that? That he made her do it. And I that mean, Jen's such a good girlfriend for, like, you know, giving up her boundaries uh-huh. and having to put herself in a position where this guy, like, really fucked her over. I agree. I agree. So weird. And then she, they don't even have a conversation about it. Right. And I think, like... Or she doesn't have... And, or she doesn't have... Like, what if we didn't have this boring Jack storyline and she could talk to Jack about it? Right. Or this boring Professor Wilder storyline and she could, like, awkwardly talk to Joey about it and they could try to build their friendship and, like, not talk about Dawson at all. Well, and I mean... I, I mean or those... then Aud- Joey could be like, oh, like, she, we could see her uncomfortable because she knows she kissed him, but Jen doesn't, you know, or something Totally. Like that. To- I mean, totally. Those are all great scenarios. Also... We could see Jen and Dawson, like, actually, like, getting into it, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, that's the thing, right, is that, like... Or, like, how he explained it to her that convinced her to do it. Right. Totally. Like, they don't have to necessarily get into it, but he had the, like, he bedside etiquette with Oliver, so maybe yeah. he could have the same with Jen. Right. And, and I think, like, I think there's this way in which, like, the w- Dawson's Creek as a whole likes to cut as soon as you like start the conversation that you mm-hmm. should have, it like cuts away, mm-hmm. you know, as if to infer, like, you know how this conversation goes. <laughs> and there's a part of you when you stop and think about it, that's like, I mean, do I though? I don't. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. And so that's, what's really interesting. And like, there are times when I think it's because they couldn't talk like Jen giving the sex advice. Was mm. it in the last episode of the episode before? Yeah. 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 Where like, that she makes sense because it's not like storyline. No, totally. You know? But also, like, I get that they have to cut away sure. because, like, your character mm-hmm. on a teen drama can't give sex advice, right? Even though you know she's sexually active, right? Like, she still's not allowed to. So, mm-hmm. like, there's those things where I'm like, okay, I give that a pass because I know what. Right. Though it's not storyline either. Right. 
but also like like this is actual storyline so we're like can we get can, can we, get we get a, get a fucking more? explanation yeah totally. like she's flat out says no that's a, not a bad idea and you wouldn't make me do that and then he just makes her do apparently it. just makes her do it yeah um because yeah she knocks on charlie's door and when he answers she like looks in like i'm not catching you like yeah am i yeah and he's all cocky like oh so jennifer lindley i knew you'd come back and we're like that's what i mean it's like so were we supposed to think he changed he's still a fucking dick to her i mean your question is as good as mine i know like what are they doing with charlie's character your answer your question i don't know what that phrase was (laughs) what did i just say (laughs) anyway I agree with you. Um, they, you know, we were supposed to think apparently a couple of episodes ago that he, he was like, like half trying, apologized or yeah, like made to amends. Joey. No, he, or yeah, I guess he like made amends <laughs> to her by giving her Jen to oh, right. giving that t-shirt. Oh, right, right, right. So then we're supposed to then allow or accept t-shirt. that like Joey and him make out, you know, which is very I mean, bizarre. they kiss. They I won't call that. Okay, up. fine. But like, um, so Jen's like, oh, I've been <laughs> busy trying to wrap my head around this whole lemon diet Coke phenomenon. And that fucking sent me directly <laughs> back into 2002. I was like, remember lemon diet Coke? <laughs> well, now when you're going to go to those like machines yeah but there were like but they I, they don't make they, it anymore do they i don't, I don't think, think so. like a sti- like you can buy it in a can anymore they had oh, all those God, it was flavors. so gross it was yeah. so nasty had all those i totally drank it but it was disgusting and they had the end lime and uh-huh. cherry uh-huh. but now when you go to like a movie theater and they yeah. have those like like touch screen yeah soda machines yeah yeah, yeah. so weird anyway it just like i was like i know remember <laughs> I was like, remember when they had all those Coke pl- product placements in season two? Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> um, Coca-Cola presents the American. Yeah. Uh, what is it? The Young Americans. Young Americans, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so Jen asked him for a favor, and he's like, why would I do that? He's such an asshole. And she's like, you can make out with a hot girl. Like, he, he's literally like, why would I do anything for you? And you're like, because you were an asshole to her, and yeah. you need to make amends, you know? What? Yeah. She and then she tells him he gets to make out with a hot girl and he's like, "All right, sign me up." Yeah, like, like it's sweet that she's gassing up Audrey and being like, "Audrey's hot and yeah, amazing," totally, but totally. like this sucks. A hundred percent, it sucks. To quote Pacey, up one I'm side and down, down the, the other. other. I totally <laughs> yeah. agree. Because, like, it would have been better if Jen, like, didn't want to do it. But then Charlie was like actually nice to her. Right. But like, he's an asshole to her, which proves. Why she didn't want to do it. Well, and, and why did she have to do it? Why did she have to go alone? You know, like, why didn't totally. Dawson go with her? But also, why is Charlie an asshole to Jen? Why does this show give me Charlie being an asshole to Jen? And being and nice, being nice to, to, Joey. to Joey. Totally agree with you. So annoying. Anyway, so we go to Joey's dorm room where she walks in and immediately starts bitching to Audrey, Audrey about Wilder. Yeah. And Audrey's like, yeah, I know. He couldn't even remember her first name. Like, her last name, sure, but first name. Right, because neither of them are using these yeah. the boys' names. Yeah. Like, Joey's like, that guy is unbelievable. Oh, my God. You know, and Audrey's like, I know. <laughs> they like... And they both realize they're talking about different people. Yeah, Joey's like, who? And Audrey's like, wait, who are you talking about? And you're like, Audrey... How would she know you're talking about Pacey? What, That's so bizarre. Planet. Yeah, totally. that's such a weird thing. Totally. And she, and so Audrey's like, wait, who are you talking about? And Joey's like, Professor Wilder. 
And, yeah. like, and she's it's like, so weird that she still is calling him Professor Wilder when she's like thinking about pursuing a relationship with agree, him. I agree with you. It's so gross. She, does, she doesn't even call him by his first name when like they are like. When he tells her to. Or when they're kissing. Right. Anyway, and Joey says he pulled some Jedi mind trick stuff and like she couldn't remember anything. And she's like, I'm not going to become one of his groupies. Yeah. And then Audrey, I mean, God bless Audrey. She's just like, I mean, you kind of already are. She's like, can I be honest? (laughs) Joey's like, when are you not honest? You know? And like, like, I do think it's like this interesting way that Joey thinks of what happened. She's like, I thought I was going to, I had all these things I want to say to him and he pulled this Jedi mind trick and I couldn't say anything. But isn't that what Joey always does? She never says anything. Yeah, she maybe has this idea of what she's going to say. But when she comes down to it with the guy, she never gets right out there. Totally. She talks about, rec- quote, recent events, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Audrey's like, you're already a groupie, but maybe that's not a bad thing. Yeah, and she's Joey's like, like, you're totally into him, but like, you know, and you're already blabbering about this, you right. know, and like, it's fine, though. But Joey's like, you know, you know, I used to have this like amazing mentor who respected me and we were friends. And I was like, I remember that differently, but OK. <laughs> And he's like, whenever, you know, that whenever he would allude to a Lord affair between teacher and student, she would dismiss it. Mm -hmm. And she's like, so I guess now I have to drop his class. Like, yeah. So now we're finally seeing the stakes here for Joey in her mind, which like, I guess at least we're getting them. But like, don't you wish three episodes in when they've already kissed? Right. I mean, we're like 14 episodes in of, you know, Professor Wilder's storyline. Totally. But like them kind of like actively maybe sniffing around each other. Yeah. And I do want to say that at this point I was like, what was the deal? I did look up the UCs and like until 2003, September or July 2003, they that's when they had the band Mm -hmm. in the University of California. But until then, there was no system wide band. Uh And they just had like a conflict of interest guideline urging professors to recuse themselves from overseeing students who they became romantically involved in. So like, even like we know that like, like they're like the stakes that Joey's imagining are her personal and like professor Wilder, like didn't have any. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, we can imagine, you know. Totally. Totally. Um, and Audrey's, like, finally, like, are you asking me these questions or are you just talking? And yeah. I fucking love her for saying that. Yeah. Because, like, she... Then Joey's, like, still spiraling out of control and is, like, you know, what's what else do I do? Like, I spend the rest of the year angsting over this guy I can't be with. I, and she says, I've done that before. It's excruciating. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yes, it, it I know. certainly is, my, madam. Which is, like, a reminder of, like, we've already heard this fucking storyline. Right. I mean, I, I like can't every- believe I'm going to say it, but it was more interesting when it was about Dawson. <laughs> or when it was about Pacey. Yeah, I wouldn't call what she just said the story the same storyline. Oh, about Pacey. it's supposed to be about Dawson. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like every element of this storyline we've already had in the show: a, a the totally. teacher student relationship, totally. the yearning, the like. You know, it's like they didn't know. It's so funny because, like, I think of this season too as when we switch from Dawson's Creek to Joey's Creek. Mm-hmm. But like, in the next episode particularly, but like. 
right now, that is not how I feel. No, none of these storylines are A storylines. Or and B like, compelling. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like shit we've got to sit through. Yeah. And it's like you're wasting you're wasting someone who's like, first of all, was I mean, extremely popular yeah. at the time. Yeah. And you're wasting someone who like actually can act. Right. And like hold her own and like command attention mm-hmm. so like what are we doing and here? you've already developed like a pretty elaborate character you know totally. so it's like what is going on what are we doing are here we recycling? and why this i don't know why this storyline of joey potter works her fucking ass off to mm-hmm. get to college she gives up a lot of shit including mm-hmm. a dude she absolutely is in love with yeah and to get to college and then this i know i know and, like, we know she has five classes, so, like, can't we just hear some more about her other school then if they want it to be, all be about her school, totally. you know? Like, I don't know. Like, and it's weird. For someone who's so academically driven, like, you would think she would want to participate in an extracurricular activity, too. Like, she would be joining, like, some kind of club and making it like all Like, maybe the that. French club. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, it's weird because, like, we don't even really know what this class is. I guess it's creative writing. But, like, then we don't see her, like, I don't know. Like, it's just, like, why does every story have to be, like, a possible, like, Joey is so special. Everyone falls in love with her. Why isn't she in the lit mag or the, like. Yeah. You and know, making new friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. So Audrey calls her bunny, which, you know, I love and Mm -hmm. tells her to breathe. And then she's like, when's the last time you fell as completely felt as completely and totally alive as you do now? And I hate that framing so much. I totally agree. I hate it. I know. So and Joey laughs and changes the sub changes the subject. I mean, she's like, it's like you like I know when you're young, you're like, no, you should go for it. Like you like him or like, how have you felt alive or whatever? But like and like, so I want to believe, but I know that's not what happens is that these are the lessons that you have to learn as like a woman to like know when pursuing something romantic is worth it or not. Well, and it's like because I think a lot about this, right? We were complaining last episode about Joey and like her inability or, or rather unwillingness to express any desire Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and like, okay, here she is. She, I mean, she is expressing desire. Yeah. So good. So yay. But I'm like, but caveat being what the fuck? Well, we don't even really like, know. I don't know. I guess what is the desire here? She wants to have like an illicit affair with this person. Yeah. That's a good question. I don't, I mean, I don't know the answer. I mean, is she planning on, like, dropping out of the class and then having a relationship with him? fucking his brains out? Or, like, but, like, a public relationship with him? Right. You know? And then, like... And then, like, have they discussed that? that? Yeah, and then is that even an option for him? And then, like, also, like, you know, we know as women, like, how does that look when you're on campus with, like, if you're going to pursue, like, a, you know, career, like, in a you know, certain major or whatever, where everyone then knows that you're fucking your teacher or a professor on campus. Like, you know, I'm not saying it's fair that that happens, but we know that it does, you know? And so like, like I see where Audrey's coming from with the advice she's giving of like, Joey, I want you to go out of your comfort zone. Like if you feel alive, you know, that's amazing. But on the other hand, like you're kind of like, what 
is happening here? Like, what is the stakes here? Like, I, I also believe, like, that's why, like, one of the compelling things about season three is, like, we know what the stakes are. Totally. We knew that Dawson wouldn't want to be friends with her if she dated Pacey. Totally. And we understood those stakes, you know? Mm -hmm. This, you're like, well, the stakes are, like, you have to drop out of a class you maybe like, and then to just kiss this guy. Who seems like a bad kisser. Yeah. And doesn't really <laughs> seem interested in you. Yeah. Like, he seems interested in conquest, but, like, not, like, you. Yeah, but I, when, like, 19, I don't think he's interested in her personally. I agree. I think he's interested in the conquest. I, I agree, but as someone who's been a 19-year-old girl, like, I do understand where that gets confusing. Right. And, like, I definitely think that, yeah. you know, like I've said, when I was raised, my parents are like, why would that person be with you? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know? So, like, that, for me, I'd be, that's what I would, if I were the Audrey in this situation, I'd be like, why is this guy interested in you? This is, like, he could get, like, this is gross. Even if he can't get fired, like, that's a yeah. boundary. Yeah. You know? Like, that is, like, an HR nightmare, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh -huh. So, like, I don't know. I do know. I know all about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so weird. Yeah. Um, and it, it, yeah, again, I just, it's hard to like understand what's happening here. And like you said, Joey's like the, where we're like maybe supposed to think she's becoming more of the star of the show. Why is this the storyline for her? I, I mean, great question. Yeah. Um, cause Joey then changes the subject and asks who Audrey was talking about, but yeah. we don't get to hear the answer, I which know. I think is interesting. I know. Anyway. Yeah. So we go to the frat house. Eric comes in while Jack's digging in the fridge for a beer mm -hmm. and Jack says, and I quote, I thought you were going to the athletic summer to center and to pick up on the gymnastics team, you know, teenage girls slamming their pelvises into the uneven bars at 80 miles an hour. And I was like, what is happening? I don't know. Like, why are they writing Jack like that? Like, yeah, that does not seem like a Jack line. And also like, I get that in 2002, we didn't know about Larry Nassar yet. I know. But, like, even then, could we give gymnasts a break? I, like, I, yes, definitely. Um, I mean, we lived through the Carrie Strug incident where it was like, isn't she so great what she did for America where she just went out there when she was hurt and she got us a gold. Are you fucking kidding she me? That's us, the narrative. She got us a gold that we would have won anyway if she hadn't I know. done the second vault. It just doesn't matter. The whole narrative was like, she did it anyways, even though she was in pain. And you're like, what? We're, we're celebrating that? Girl, listen, I, I got to recommend people read a book called Little Girls in Pretty Boxes by Joan Ryan, mm. which is one of the best books I've ever read mm. and is about elite um figure skating and gymnastics mm -hmm. and what we do to these girls yeah fascinating i mean i saw i tanya <laughs> that too but um i mean that's a great movie yeah but um joan ryan's book i, I highly recommend if, if you're interested in that stuff yeah um, <laughs> i was literally like this whole frat is hilarious this like, frat is wild i don't understand like they kind of lost the storyline they were trying to tell i agree and, like, I think it's because they dragged out this storyline too long. I agree. Like, we're 14 episodes in, and, like, we could have wrapped it up in a tight six, you know? Yeah. Um, and then had other storylines be longer. Totally. And, like, or they should have had it more compelling of, like, oh, my grandpa was in this frat, or, like, yeah. my dad was in this frat, or, like, yeah, yeah, something yeah. where, like, there's an extra, like, we understand why Jack has something to prove. Totally. Because, like, like, 
he already is like a broy dude. He's not yeah, yeah, like yeah. like that's already like this storyline of like Jack wanting to be like not this quote stereotypical like you know yeah. media representation of like a, a gay, gay man. man. Like we've already heard that story last season, season four. Yeah. You know. And like season three when he's on the football team. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, like I want like I'm fine with that being Jack's journey and his growth. But like this whole like 14 episode long arc of like a frat house, like I don't really get it. And I wish that like it's at the expense also of like him being in like the gay scene and trying to find his way in that or like the dating scene totally and i think there's there's other ways to drive jen and jack apart if that's your goal as you know yeah creator there's other ways to drive jen and jack apart there's other and this frat storyline is fine that could have driven them apart and they could still be like i'm mad at you place you know um you know and like trying to figure out what to do about like where they are but like i don't know it's so weird i agree because Eric's like, oh, I had some work to do, so I'm not going to the gym. And Jack's like, oh, yeah, procrastination, the only skill we learn in college. And I said, no, no, no. <laughs> to quote Janine Garofalo from Reality Bites, you're rattling off your social security number mm-hmm. is, quote, the only thing you really learn in college. So true. So true. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Eric asks if it's too early for Jack to be drinking, and Jack throws him a beer and is like, as long as I'm not alone. <laughs> Um, and then they have some Madden 2002 business to attend to. So they scurry off to do that. Boring. Couldn't, couldn't agree with you more. Um, so we go then to Grams's house where I can't, Jen is running lines with Charlie. Yeah. So like she already said, this is a bad idea. Mm -hmm. Like you wouldn't make me do that. And not only does Dawson be like, yeah, I want him on the movie. She's, he's like, you go ask him. Yep. And convince him. Yep. And then you run lines with him. Uh-huh. What? Um, yeah, I mean, my note was, that's a little fucked. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Jen's super unhappy about it. Yeah. Yeah, she and not putting any effort into it. And then he gets close to her like he's going to kiss her. Yeah. And, and, like, he's kind of saying all these lines that Jen maybe had wished that he would, say, he to would her. say to her like i'm sorry it was like that i behaved this way blah 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 like all these things that like he kind of said to joey in the episode when they kiss where he's like oh you know like mm-hmm. you know whatever like the way he portrayed himself to joey versus to jen right. it's so fucked up yeah and she's like she looks at dawson and pleads with dawson like non-verbally like yeah totally Cause, and then when charlie like leans in to maybe kiss her or like they're supposed to kiss in the script she's the one who still has to be like what the fuck yeah dawson doesn't say anything like stop that finally he's like okay that's enough like it's cool you're you know you can go jen Uh uh-huh but like yeah i agree he doesn't step in at all yeah and then he asked charlie to step out so that he and oliver can talk and like they're both like yeah actually he was pretty good yeah so, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. You know, there's, like, very little consideration paid to Jen mm-hmm. and her feelings. Um, and, like... But what the fuck else is new? I know. I mean, it's, like, that's par for the course in Dawson's Creek. But, like, again, it's, like, you kind of wish this was, like, more episodes. Yeah, I do line. wish it was more episodes. Because then we could hear, like, their fight or their, like, discussion about this. Because, like, those... like. 
their relationship is good and it's fun to watch and then when they like kind of have these fights like they did in the last episode or like you know the episode with the toothbrush you're like oh cool like i like seeing them i get this you know so like that would have been fun to watch instead of having to have these other like whole posse of frat boys that we don't care about you know and like you know, like, I know they wanted to drive jo- Jen and Jack apart, but they, they could have already done that, wrapped that, and then she could be talking to Jack about this, mm-hmm. you know, which is just better. It's fun when all the characters are on screen together. Like, I like outside characters, but, like, I prefer them all together. Yeah. So Dawson's like, all right, next problem is that we need to rewrite this ending. Yeah. Because the one that you wrote, and I quote, where he kills her with a gun doesn't work. I was like, what? Dude. First of all, Oliver is 100% an incel now. I know. It's so bizarre. It's wild. It's so weird. And so then no acknowledgement that that's how the movie's supposed to end. I know. We just go right back to Eric and Jack. Well, also Charlie comes in and he's like, so did I get the part? Oh, right. And then Dawson's like, yeah, I mean, as long as you can learn the lines in three hours. Do you remember when we saw Dawson read that script, how big it was? Yeah, I know. It's like a two inch big. Well, he only like, needs thing. to learn the lines for one scene. Oh, but. it's just, but he's the star. But I mean, they're only shooting the one scene in oh, three hours. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so we go back to Eric and Jack and Eric's complaining about women yeah. To Jack, and he says, quote, he doesn't want some girl who's going to bitch at him in the morning and make him watch Notting Hill over and over again. And I was like, first off, Notting Hill is a masterpiece. I know. Second of all, Jack's like, I love Notting Hill. It's so funny. <laughs> and I'm like, great, because Jack has taste. I know. It's so weird. They're totally buzzed, though. So, yeah. like, it's kind of funny, I, I guess. Um, and and then Jack lays onto the floor Eric lays back with him, and I'm like, oh, just two dude friends laying on the floor together. It's so weird. And Jack's like, and then Eric asks Jack, like, how it went when he realized he was gay. Yeah. And Jack, listen, this feels like revisionist history, what Jack says. Uh He's like, it wasn't like I just woke up one morning after having a dream about Robert Downey Jr. and realized that I was, like, gay. Mm -hmm. He's like, you know, and then he, he kind of, like, is like so many people spend time locked in a cage inside themselves and they don't realize they have a key all along, which I actually think is a pretty good description. Yeah. And he's like, you know, and that's how it was. I don't know when I first realized it, but like, because on some level I've always known. Yeah. And then Jack's like, just like you've always known you were straight. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Jack, come on, read the room. (laughs) (laughs) That's not what's happening here. Well, I think he thinks it is. Okay. Yeah. And I don't think it's revisionist history. What do you, why do you think that? Because Jack was dating Joey and like... But that doesn't mean that that's what, like, what internally was happening. No, I, I understand that. But like, my thing is, he seemed pretty... Well, I don't know. He seemed pretty adamant that he wasn't gay until all of a sudden he like was like, oh no, I am. Mm-hmm. And it felt like... Well, he even like, says in this story with Eric, he's like, you just ha- I had to be comfortable with being gay myself. Right, but he like, wasn't comfortable with being gay. He was outed. Well, I know, but like, I'm just saying that he, maybe he did always know, but he personally... I, I have no doubt that he always knew, yeah. but like, that's not... But it's not like he was like, I just had to unlock it within myself. Uh-huh. It was like he was shoved out of a closet. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, like, that's not... 
But that's not the question of tell me your coming out story is like, how did you? I mean, that's how I would. That's the question I would tell if I were Jack. Uh, the, the way I would tell it. Yeah, because the guy's like. I was outed by a shitty teacher. How did you know you were gay or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and Jack said it wasn't about realizing I was okay or gay. It was about realizing I, it was all right, mm-hmm. which I do. That I don't think that's revisionist. Yeah. But also, like, my wish is that we get a spinoff of this show right now Mm -hmm. so that I could hear Jack with like years of therapy Mm -hmm. and realizing how awful it was that he was outed by a teacher. I mean, I totally actually retell this story because I'm like, that's the story I want to hear. Yeah. I mean, you know, like again, it's hard because like, I don't really care about this frat. Like I like, it for a while but now it's too long so this frat line i the frat storyline i don't care but like this like there are compelling parts of it but like the right. whole like we're gonna go you know like even the story of like jack being an asshole and hooking up audrey and and yeah, joey yeah, yeah. like it's that's interesting you know yeah. but like so much of it you're just like what is going on here you know i don't care like um about this um yeah. and so like it kind of feels hard to care and you wish that like we had moved on to the next one where Jack's like in the next extracurricular activities having and he's talking to his friend about like yeah this is what it was like to come out it was pretty horrific my teacher outed me yeah. <laughs> like you know my dad didn't accept me and it was like a whole I, I like I had to move out of my house like right you know like we could hear like an actual like telling in a safe space right. you know like I definitely get the vibe he's telling he's practicing telling the story what he's going to tell his like colleagues his straight friends yeah or like his workplace colleagues yeah. at whatever like you know high-end job right. he has or whatever like he's imagining like what w- how am I going to tell this story to to like- make straight people feel comfortable yeah exactly um mm-hmm Eric tells Jack he's an amazing guy. Yeah. He kind of like sits up and puts his like elbow, like his head, you know, his his hand on his cheek and his elbow on the ground. He like looks at him longingly and he's like, you're a great guy. Yeah. And he's like. But Jack doesn't see that. We as the viewers see it. Do you think Jack doesn't see it? I think he's drunk, Jack. Okay. Yeah. Because Eric tells him Jack's the kind of guy Eric wants to be. And it's like a very loaded silence. And then Jack finally looks over yeah and is like uh you want to watch more tv and i feel like that's when that's he when knows. he knows yeah. yeah 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 totally and it's very like i mean this is the thing right jack like well eric like tries to excuse himself that he has work to do and jack's like come on don't do it now and he's like i gotta go and here's the thing i get that it's not jack's job to like help this guy come out mm. you know it's like it's not your job to necessarily be like, I see you asking some questions. Mm -hmm. Let me, Mm -hmm. let me guide you down this, you know, whatever path. And, but there's also a part of me that's like, you could just ask this man, like who clearly wants to talk about this, like one or two questions. You could just ask him, like, do you think you might be gay? Mm -hmm. Is this something you're thinking about? Like, I don't think he feels safe with this guy. I mean, I wouldn't. I, yeah, this I guess guy was like, yeah. I don't want to live in a room with you. Yeah. You know? I guess, yeah. It's just one of those things where I'm like... And it... Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it, it is weird because it, it is a sticky situation because of, you know, this that first episode or that episode where he doesn't want to live with him. But also mm-hmm. there's this part of me that's like, 
if you're Jack and you see this, what, as a queer person, do you have a responsibility to help people? Mm -hmm. I I mean, I don't necessarily think that I know the answer to Mm -hmm. that, but like, that is an interesting question. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Um, So we go to Joey pacing in front of Wilder's house. Trying to gather the nerve to talk to him. So weird. And I like just... we see we see it through the gaze of Professor Wilder. Right. Watching like, her do this. Watching her. And he's smiling of like, I'm torturing this woman. Right. And then he goes outside and asks if she's selling Girl Scout cookies, which yeah, like, so is he not it's could her not a be girl. Creepier. He calls her a girl. Right. Not that could not be a creepier thing to say. Yeah, also. it's I couldn't agree more. Like, you know, and oh God. And she's like, actually, I'm trying to figure out um, what I'm going to say, you know, to you. And he kind of becomes like, you know, his like, I guess, witty persona that just he's not that good at. And she just like, could you lose the glib for a little? Yeah. And I'm like, that's the energy I want to see. Yeah. That's like the Joey we love where she just like, I'm done with this bullshit. And like. Like, when that comes out, you're like, okay, Okay. they could have made this storyline interesting. Right. But they didn't. No, because she's like, you know, okay, stop doing this for five seconds. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, 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 go ahead. And then she says, I'm sorry you kissed me. And then he just like, he's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And I'm just like, this guy's the fucking worst. He's psychotic. Psychotic. This, this, the energy of this is all over the fucking place. It's so wild that he's like, I'm going to torture you until you might understand that, like, I did something wrong. And then I'm going to be really nice to you to think that I feel guilt so that Mm -hmm. you don't do anything about it. Yeah. And she's like, you know, I don't really want your apology, dude. Yeah. Like, and she says, you know, in a minute, I'm going to walk to you and shake your hand in a masculine way. I know. And we're going to have a silent understanding and then I'm going to turn and walk away. And I okay, mean, first of all, silent understanding of what? My note says yet again, we're here with Joey not actually saying anything about how she feels or what she wants. Like, I do understand that she thinks she's being like, I'm going to act like nothing happened. I'm going to yep. be a man masculine I mean, or whatever yeah i'm gonna act like nothing happened we're gonna shake hands we're gonna have a gentlemanly means agreement and we're gonna move on but like like more you need to add more to that like are you gonna drop the class like are you gonna be in the class and you're gonna like call him out every time he treats you like shit and like if he does it too many times you're just gonna rat him out for like crossing a line that like mm. could put him on probation like you don't know I know. If he has a reputation for like doing this, yeah, could be yeah, a bad what does that look. mean? I mean, is he tenured? He's pretty young. Who knows? Yeah, none of these questions have been answered. No. He is like asked about his class, and she's like, "I don't think I'm gonna like. I basically, I think I'm gonna drop it." So she loses everything, right? It's like. Aaron. <laughs> I mean, it's womanhood. I know, like, <laughs> but the way that the show is, I is agree. that, like, she's like, I'm doing this all on my own because I'm so strong. And you're yeah. like, no, you're fucking giving up everything, right. you know? This is so fucked up. I, I like, agree I just, with I'm you. like, what are we supposed to take away from this? And since he's such an ass hold to her, and, like, it, and it waffles back and forth, like, you know, like, I've always, made, I love Ken Moreno, but I don't think he's cast well in this part. Not at all. There's a scene when I was like, okay, this is when he is good in this episode because like 
you know we'll get there we'll get there but like it's hard to really like what are we supposed to like are we supposed to be rooting for them to be together he's such a dick to her i don't know i mean i'm not we weren't even then no it's so creepy yeah because he's like he when she says she's gonna drop his class he says "Eh, no great loss like he's so glib about it Mm -hmm. and she like then really actually does something that i love yeah well she's like screw you i know and my thing is like just walk away but he calls her clever in a very cutting way and then tells her she's gonna do great with her without his workshop and i just like i I mean i want to hit him i know i want to hit him I know he, you don't like violence, but that's he, my. <laughs> he's like purposely mean to her. He's outright mean. I and know. He's like and antagonistic. So like, yeah. and he's, there's like so many things that he's doing. And he's like, cause I don't even know if I have the right term. It's not it's not necessarily gaslighty, but like it's kind of feels similar where it's yeah. like, you know, I'm just going to like. Well, he's trying to act like he's the one holding all the cards right. so she doesn't know she actually is. Right. Well, there you go. You know. The patriarchy. Yeah. Um, and so Sorry, she- that was my half-assed attempt at singing the <laughs> Buffering the Vampire Slayer jingle of the patriarchy. So, and first of all, why is he calling it a workshop? It's a fucking class. It's a class. I don't know. Like, stop it. But then he's like, you've got it, babe. You've got the gift. You've got the touch. <laughs> I mean, he's just using abuse tactics on Joey. So my thing is, like, get the fuck out and never look back. And she, exactly. And then her, like, you know, like, we all learn, like, the way in which we confront asshole men, you know? And Joey is the one who, like, grins and bears it and thinks that's how she shows strength. And, like, that's fine. There, Honestly, there's... No good way. No good way to do it. Like, you know, but this is her, what she does. And, like, it's... I personally don't think that's strength, you know, to mm-hmm. be like, she walks up and just shakes his hand. Like, I'm going to do what I said. And like, you know, and I don't know. It's funny that you say that. Cause it's like, I do think sometimes I do just grin and bear it. Um, and also the other day, um, if, if people don't know, there's some baseball things happening. Mm-hmm. My team is playing the Dodgers. Yeah. And I was in a restaurant picking up lunch yesterday mm-hmm. and I had a Giants hat on mm-hmm. and someone yelled like, fuck the Giants. And mm-hmm. I just like looked at him, flipped him off and then like continued on my way. Yeah. And like the whole table got silent mm-hmm. and I was just like, I don't know what the fuck you want me to do. Yeah. What's I'm just, what's the response? Like to that? get so fucked. Be... Goodbye. Yeah, yeah. Let mm-hmm. me pick up my lunch. Mm-hmm. I'm just here to pick up my goddamn lunch. I know. Yeah. And so, like, I think there are times, I also think that there are times when you do just grin and bear it, Mm -hmm. partially because of safety. Right, totally. And then there are times when you're like, I'm going to flip you off in the middle of this restaurant because, like, I know you're not going to come at me. Right, yeah, yeah. And also you deserve to someone to tell you, fuck you, because you clearly need to hear that. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's not an exact... Yeah, it's hard because, like... I don't know what she thinks like that's proving there, you know, she's like, I'm, I came to do what I was going to do. So I'm going to shake your hand and walk away and we're going to act like nothing happened. Well, cause what she says is that like, you're annoying because every time I'm ready to do the smart, sensible thing, you say something that makes me not want to go away. And I'm like, that is literally an abuse tactic. And like, he gasses her up. I know. And then when she's a like, 
when she he gasses her, her up when she's about to leave and, and he's an asshole so when she stays because personally i remember him telling her he gave her a c on purpose right so he pushed her down yeah made her feel weak negged her if order you will. to then pump her up right that's like the, one of those pickup artist things yeah that's like that's love bombing yeah i hate it he sucks he sucks so and like also like and i know it's hard because she has like a lot of people in her life that are fucked up to her Her dad you know dawson dawson like you know drew like you know she's used to men behaving this way and like so like i want to give her space and like and so like i understand why she does it but like from the writer's perspective like what are we supposed to be rooting for right i don't think that that's clear yeah yeah so we go, we leave that nonsense and we go to Pacey running lines with Audrey. Yeah. And she like, she's great. Mm. She like changes completely when she starts to get into character. And it's a scene where these two characters are about to hook up. So like, it's kind of sexy. Yeah. Pacey bites his lip where they're doing this scene. And I was like, whoo. Yeah. He's like, me. I know he's Ooh. like lying on a bed, like reading the script and like, he's like, wow, this is hot. He's like, bite. Or he's like, ups- like he thinks Audrey's doing a good job. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And she is also, she's in front of a collective soul poster and one of those paper ball lamps. Oh, which yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. like, nothing screams 2002. Like this entire yeah. setup. And, like, then she, like, ends up straddling him, basically. And she does her lines, and he's like, oh, shit. Yeah. (laughs) And they make out. Yeah. For a second. But, like, full-on make out. I mean, they are, like, with a a purpose. Yes. (laughs) And then she stops, and she's like, nope, not going to do this. And Pacey then just (laughs) grabs a pillow and puts it over his boner. He's like, no, you're right. Me neither. Yeah. But also like, and he's like, she's like, it would be wrong. Yeah. And he's like, yep, yep, yep. yep, That's why we stopped wrong. Definitely. She's like, so do you, she's like, okay, so do you have any notes? Like she acts like nothing happened. Yeah. He's like, nope, no notes. And see, this is like, (laughs) okay. So in parallel to Joey's storyline, where there's like an illicit kiss that happens, which like, first of all, we can admit that, Pacey's is a better actor or Joshua Jackson's a better kiss actor sure yeah because like now I'm really thinking that like Joey is bad but Joshua or you know Katie Holmes is a bad kiss actor but Joshua Jackson is so good that like (laughs) that's why you're in it yeah because like every kiss we've seen with Joey this season is terrible 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 and now I mean, I'm like running through my head or like which ones that I see with Katie Holmes are even good. I mean, in thank you for smoking. There's like some hotness. No, okay. Yeah. In Dawson's Creek. I, yeah. 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 I, I don't know if I can say in Dawson's Creek. Yeah. I will say when she, she plays her, I love her character and thank you for smoking. She plays an absolute villain and it's great. Um, but, um, and she like fucks Aaron Eckhart's character, mm-hmm. but like their scenes are actually like gross, but hot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, so we cut to Chad, Michael Murray, and Busy Phillips just making out. It's just so making funny out. Funny that they're acting like acting, kissing is full on tongue. Oh my god, he's and because she says, but she does stop and says, "What's he, Charlie Sheen? He's got his fucking ramming his th- tongue down my throat." I know. And and like because like yeah, <laughs> y'all like actors have to have that conversation. Like I know they do sometimes, yeah. but like. 
it's a no-no unless you're like, hey, talk about it. I might use tongue. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so Dawson has him reset and tells Pacey if the boom dips into the frame, he's like, then our friendship, I begin to forget that we have been friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they do the take again, Mm -hmm. and when they do it, Charlie forgets his lines. Yeah. So they're just, like, making out and cutting over and over again. I know, yeah. And, like, Jen gives him the line. Yeah, Charlie's like, line. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, you know, I will say Audrey's like, we need to cut. And it's funny when, like, actors call, like, cut, you know? Yeah. Uh, But... Yeah, then uh, Charlie's, like, he has notes for Dawson about the script or whatever. Right. But then Audrey gets up and is like, I can't work like this. It's too intense with you standing there next to me as she's, like, looking at Pacey. Mm -hmm. And everyone realizes that at a certain point, and she, like, stalks off. Yeah. But she's like, you're a terrible boom operator, and then stalks off. Yeah. Everyone's like, huh going on here so it's just chaos it's a total nightmare it's chaos. it yeah. like is pretty authentic to like a college set oh 100 totally it's funny so then we go to wilder's house where he and joey are now sitting on the couch why i thought she was gonna shake his hand and leave i mean but then because who would know aaron i know because not that i'm begging for anything more of these two i would like nothing more than to not ever see them again but i'm also like but you're not showing me anything we don't know what's happening so how are we supposed to care yeah because like he's like oh it's good thing we dealt with that uncomfortable vibe because it is like so fucking uncomfortable between (laughs) the two of them and like you know, I don't really want to know his point of view, but, like, I want to know someone's point of view. So what are we supposed to think his point of view is? Great question. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he thinks she's young and hot. Like, this is just what he does. So, like, it's just hard because if what he does is just pursue, like, Uh co-eds, then, like, why is there any stakes for him? That's a great question. I don't have an answer for you. <laughs> it's so weird. It feels like this thing that, I mean, I know we've already had some of this, but that we're going to get more of, of like Joey as the person who like changes men. Hmm. And like, it feels like I know all these girls thought I was so hot, but I never pursued one before until you, hmm. you know, that kind of is the vibe I get. I have, I'm getting that off of literally no evidence, I know. but like, that's kind of the vibe I get. And it's hard because like, I've said it before, but you know, like I want Joey to have a mentor. I want everyone to have a mentor. I think I'd also love Joey to have someone that she's like casually fucking. I would like that too. But like, you know, she says like, oh, I was impressed with him and like mm. whatever. And so like, I'm like, where are you? But like, okay. Also why? Fine, but whatever. fine, yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. But like, this is when this... Then what we're supposed to take away from this is the only reason why he's gassing her up and saying she's a good writer is because he wants to fuck her. Yeah. So like, you you know, that's great, Bob. Yeah. Yeah. Everything about this is so weird. I agree. Because like they have then this totally sarcastic conversation about how relaxed they both are. Yeah. And then Wilder says he can't afford to lose his job. It's, so like okay. that seems like a stake yes okay no so this is the moment where i was like thank god it's ken marino and he like is such a goofball yeah because like this is so fucked up yeah he literally is like manipulating her totally He's like, i can't lose my job 
So, like, if we're going to fuck, you can't tell anyone. And, like, I'm going to put down all of the rules and the stakes. And I'm, like, I've we've seen it. He's already manipulated her to get into his house. His house, yeah. You know, where he's, like, showing, like, sometimes guilt about kissing her. And then he's laying the stakes for her of, like, I could lose my job. Right. It's abuser tactic 101. It's so dark. But, like, because he's such a weirdo goofball and not, like, romantic or anything. Yeah. Like, I didn't shudder. Totally. Totally. Yeah. You know? Oh, God. But it's, like, I can't believe they wrote this. (laughs) Just a note to the listeners. She just shuddered right now. I just can't believe they wrote this. Like, I'm just, like, you know, like, this actual lines there. Like, I think he does a decent job. Like, he does a good job of not you not being, like okay wow you know I don't get the vibe that like he's a good guy it's like I've never liked him as a character and Mm -hmm. I remember not liking this storyline and being like ooh. but like I don't I guess I just didn't really think about it in the way that we're thinking about this right now Mm. because I was like this is fucked nine ways of Sunday so like it's fucked it's it's boring yeah it's I don't care. Already been done on this show. Already been done on this show. And it's also fucked up. And he's using like textbook abuser tactics, as I've said. And so it's like, what the fuck am I supposed to? The only thing I'm rooting for is for Joey to get the fuck out of there. I mean, honestly, I would love this storyline if she gets him fired. Right. You know what I mean? Like, if that's what they were setting up, that she like then gets him fired. Sure. Or that she has to go through the journey of being like, oh, are you lying? Are you doing this or whatever? And then like the whole Joey Potter innocent prude thing actually works in her favor. And we get like a redemption, Mm. you know, like that kind of storyline. Like I would be here for. Great. I'm into it. I know. Um, So, you know, Wilder says he's never done anything like this before. What? Which is just textbook shitty, dude. I know. And Joey says, oh, I know. And I'm like, how do you know, Well, it's Josephine? Weird, because, like, they're trying, like, they're definitely retconning this, right? Because, like, we've heard throughout from Audrey's perspective that, like, girls just want to fuck him and throw themselves at him. Right. And so like, I, but this is what I'm saying is that I think like what we're supposed to be taking away is that like, he never reciprocated that. He was always like, Oh yeah, they just yeah, do he didn't that. have a wife either. I mean, I'm with you. I'm with it's, you, Aaron. I know. I know. Your, but it's I'm like, your side. I definitely, it's just weird. I agree. It's weird. I, it's terrible storytelling. I know. Truly. Like, and again, you're like, why are they, the writers acting like we don't know all this stuff. Right, because Wilder goes on to say, I've never met anyone like you. And then Joey says, that's what all the boys say. And he says, they're right. And I like... I can't. Listen, I love Joey Potter as a character. (laughs) I hate this narrative. This narrative of like all the boys right joey's milkshake brings all the boys to the yard get out of here i mean this is like what you know like i can be a audrey like friend it's like when my friends say like i've never met anyone like him and you're like yeah we're all unique individuals (laughs) yeah (laughs) duh true like I, what like i don't know why this is like what like i don't know <laughs> people say that to me i've never met anyone like you and you're like i know like what of course <laughs> like what like we're all like different i don't yeah. know that's so it's a, it's a weird thing and like i've never been one to think that that feels like a romantic thing to say yeah 
I don't know. Because, like, it's weird because, like, Joey has always felt like an outsider. So, like, that would... It makes sense that no one is like her because she's always been an outsider. Totally. But it also makes sense that, like, I mean, that... Him saying, I've never met anyone like you, and her saying, that's what all the boys say. I'm like, what boys? Mm. We've seen, what, two, three Mm. boys, like, lose their absolute shit over Joey Potter. I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. but they've also lost their absolute shit over other people as well. Like, people lose their absolute shit over people. It's like, how the fucking world Yeah, like, I don't know. That whole thing is, like, weird, because I feel like, like, every guy I've dated has said this to me. Sure. But I'm always like, well, duh, like we're all spe- we all have our unique experiences <laughs> that like make us different. Right. So like it doesn't really feel that special to me. It just feels true because you could say that about anyone. Yeah. So she says she was being sarcastic because God forbid she. We hear the word sarcastic like 18 times this whole episode. Yeah. It's like, okay. And then she asked if he, he wants to hear the example she was going to give in class about the like conflict between heart and head. <laughs> And then I, my note was with this music, am I supposed to find this romantic? Because I don't. Because they have this, they like. They have this music, but it kind of makes it creepy. But it makes it, like, slightly creepy, but also, like, I can tell you're trying to be, like, this is trying to be romantic music. Mm-hmm. All I can think is, like, girl, run. Get out of there. Yeah. You Drop enda- his class you danger, and girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so they almost kiss. Um, and. But she, no, she tells him, right? She, she's like do you want to know what i say in class wanted to say in class i don't know if she tells i don't think she tells them it's not in my notes but oh, okay. also i was so over it by this I point know. that i like my notes are a little spotty <laughs> yeah she's like oh she tells him about her ideal and desire and he asks if she wants to save it for class oh right yeah she does yeah he, and then they does. slowly move into a kiss yeah and then joey's phone vibrates and he's like you're vibrating gross <laughs> so weird and, and she, then we just see one side of the conversation. Yeah. That she has. So she like goes and picks up her cell phone and she's like, wait, what's going on? You want me to come now? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm coming now. And we're just like, like, I don't. I mean, I can, can guess who it is. We know what's happening. We're yeah. not like, Stupid. no one's in the dark about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. we all know that like, she's going to end up where like four of the other characters are. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. okay, fine. But like. It's weird. It's a weird move that like she would be about to kiss this guy and even answer her phone. I agree with you. Um, I agree with you. And then so, yeah, she's like she turns the professor around and she's like, I've got to go. And like he's like, OK. And it's just still like, what are we supposed to think about this guy? Like. I don't know what to it's say like, about that. It's hard to like, honestly, when he's like, okay, she's like, I got to go. And he's like, okay. I was like, he probably has like a handful of other girls. He's playing this trick on to see who sticks. Mm. Yeah. He doesn't, she, he's not into her at all. It doesn't seem that way. Yeah. Cause she excuses herself and apologizes and he's like, don't apologize. Yeah. And then she leaves, which I'm all for. I know. You're like, great. But then, then dear God, she runs back in the house and kisses him. Yeah. I mean, just, just... And he, like, his face acting is so Ken Marino. It's so funny. Like, if we were watching, right. like, the Party State. Down yeah. or something, yeah, yeah. you'd be like, oh, I'm dying. I'm dying. I'm in love with this. But, like, we're not. 
And so he does this weird face acting, and I just like I died, yeah. I died, and because he's like stunned, but like, like at what? Right, right. The fact that she kissed him, or like it's a weird thing because like specific to Joey's character on Dawson's Creek, they make a kiss change everything, mm. <laughs> and like, okay, we get it. We we saw season three, like you know. Mm-hmm. But, like, now that she's in college. Can that like, not happen? Like, sometimes you just make out with people. I don't know. This That's so low stakes. Like, this guy's, like, a 30-something. I mean, obviously, sometimes you just make out with people in high school. But Like, it's weird. Like, this guy's, like, more. a 30-something-year-old. And he, like, she kisses. They've already kissed, too. So it's yeah. not their first kiss. She, like, runs in, kisses him, like, and then leaves. And we're supposed to be like, oh, oh wow. My God. Oh, my God. Like, what? I don't know. Like, I know she's not going to fuck him, like, but, like, what? Do you think the show wishes that they could let her fuck him? I know it's, like, the sh- there's no way the network's going to let her let that happen, but. I don't know. Mm. It's, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what we're supposed to take away from this storyline. Yeah. Like, what does Joey learn from it? Like, you know, like, the only thing. Like, maybe we're supposed to be like, oh, maybe she's going to pursue, like, writing or, like, as, like, a major mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, Literature. Yeah, like, some kind of creative writing or something like that. But, like, it's hard to then know if she were to pursue creative writing that that was all because, like, some per- guy was, like, abusive towards her. I agree with you. You know? So mm-hmm. it's, like, her origin story of, like, why she started pursuing writing is that, like this guy manipulated her and was like really fucked up to her. Yeah. So it's like, I don't really know. Like, what are we supposed to, like, what are we supposed to care about? I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. (laughs) You know? And like, I don't know. Like it's hard because like for me, I've already said it. Like the Ms. Jacob storyline was so fucked up in my eyes. I know that wasn't like the pervasive narrative maybe, but like we've already done this. Agreed. Agreed. We've already done the teacher-student thing. It was fucked then. It's fucked now. Yeah. The end. I know. So we go to the frat house where two chads come in to Jack's room and tell him that Eric told Jack, to- told them. them that Jack tried to kiss him. They're like, we know what happened. And Jack's like stunned. Yeah. And Blossom tells- They're like, you might as well admit it. Yeah. Don't bother lying to us. Right. Blossom tells Jack not to deny it. And like, Jack, I'm just like, get the fuck out of there, man. Because he's like, yeah, you're right. I was just prancing around tonight and thought I'll kiss my frat brother because that's a great way to smooth things over. And then Blossom's like, oh, so you like we you want us to believe that Eric Eric just made this up. And Jack's like, like, oh, my God. So like. That part felt so triggering that, like, this is what men always do. They're like, why would he lie that he didn't do it? (laughs) You know what I mean? They're like, she's obviously lying, you know? I mean, like, I get it. It's like, why would he lie? Sure. Yeah. But think that through. Think that through for a second. Yeah. Yeah. Why? So he admitted to y'all that he's scared of sharing a room with him. Mm. But then he like pursues like a friendship. hang time friendship one-on-one 
and then like his quote worst fears come true that yeah like all these other people i've been in a room with jack alone yeah and you know so it's like what does the data suggest (laughs) y'all totally and jack's like you know you're never gonna believe me yeah so i'm just gonna move out because i'm done and i'm like thank praise be fuck yeah great yeah and chat the one of the chads is like that's not what i want or like what we want and jack's like with all due respect i don't care like what do you want then yeah i'm like can we be done with this like i'm done with it. i'm done thanks like final straw like yeah. it's already been like a storyline that's lasted too long but like i'm done like yeah you know like it is compelling the whole like like they could have just consolidated this story obviously 100 percent of eric being like i don't want a room with you no actually i'm sorry i shouldn't have said that i'm like homophobic or whatever yeah oh actually like i want to kiss you or whatever like that's like interesting enough but like that can all be one episode i know after this long slog of like what yeah what are we supposed to think about jack and then like you know it's hard because these like what all of Jack's friends have told him have come true over and over. Totally. It's like at this point he's had to apologize to Audrey and Joey for the behavior he had as a result of being, you in know, this frat. in this frat and like Pacey, he almost got Pacey fired. Mm-hmm. His friendship with Jen is like almost non-existent at this point. Right. And on top of all of that, he's like flunking out of school. Yeah. It's not going great for no. Jack. No, no. So we go to the film set where Pacey's telling Dawson that he might know why Audrey's being wild today <laughs> and also might be kind of responsible for it. I know. And he's like, yeah, we kissed. Like, ooh. Yeah. And Dawson said, did And any- it's like, it's hard because like, because of this Jack storyline, we don't get Jack and Pacey talking about sure. this. You know, we have to get like a really weird Jack and, or Dawson and Pacey. And Dawson doesn't give a fuck about Pacey at all. Right, because Dawson's like, did anyone tell you the first rule of the universe, which is never get involved with an actress? And I said, oh, good, some mild sexism. Yes. Were we missing that? Yeah. (laughs) So bizarre. And on top of that, like, even, like, Dawson's not even being Joey's friend. Totally. Like, what's Joey going to think about that? Yeah. So Oliver comes up to Dawson and says, quote, it's trying to think. And Charlie follows closely behind because he has notes. <laughs> Charlie's got things to say. <laughs> and as soon as he starts, Jen comes in hot and is like ready to slap him. Which, I mean, I love a feisty Jen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. But Pacey, like, gets in between them and stops it's Jen so from committing cute. violence. Yeah. Pacey just, like, grabs her. It's so cute. Like, I know. You know, like, we, again, I love Pacey and Jen's friendship. friendship. Yeah. So, like, it's really cute. And to, like, also see the way in which, like, it feels like Pacey understands what Jen's going through and yeah. Dawson doesn't. Yeah. You know? Totally. Which would have been a compelling storyline to tell. I agree. I agree. And, you know, Joey walks in just as, like, Pacey is, like, stopping all of this. Yeah. And Charlie walks by Joey at that point and gives her this, like, hey, girl, look. Mm. And I'm just like, she thankfully ignores it. Mm. But I'm just like, you know what I don't need is that (laughs) happening in front of me. Yeah. And we don't even get Joey and Jen, like, say hi or anything. So, like, literally they haven't even talked. Yeah since like appetite for destruction yeah which is four episodes ago yeah so because dawson sends joey off with pacey to get audrey out of the bathroom yeah he sends oliver to hear charlie's notes and then and is like 
ignore them hear them and then ignore them and like sends jen home yeah then he turns to jen and is like you are not having a good time and i need you to like not be here basically Mm -hmm. um so we can get this done and she's kind of like yep you're right yeah um so pacey and joey walk to the bathroom and joey's like okay what happened (laughs) did something happen between you and audrey yeah and Pacey's like, why would you think that? Like, oh, my God. And yeah. and Joey's like, well, I'd prefer you c- hooking up with someone amazing like Audrey. Well, Joey calls him an idiot. Mm. And Pacey's like, like, she calls it. It, it feels jokingly. Mm. But she does call him an idiot, which I did not love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Pacey's like, if one more person calls me that, I'm going to start feeling bad about myself. And he says it jokingly, too. But, like, nothing about that feel, felt like a joke. Well, we lived through season four. So, mm. yeah. Too soon. I mean, that's just his Achilles heel. And Joey would know that. And so I don't know why she's saying it. Yeah. And also, like, you know, they didn't really talk about that. Like, I, I don't think it's fair that Pacey, like, put that on Joey. I, I totally don't think so. But, like, they also never really talked about it because she also did put a lot of pressure on sure. him, you know? And, like, I don't think what happened is fair for her him to take it out on Joey. But, like, it a lot of stuff did happen. I, I agree. You know, that, like, they never really discussed. Yeah. And so, like, it definitely feels too soon to, like, have this you're the idiot Pacey and I'm the one who has to come and save you and your mistakes yeah. and your choices, you know, and save yeah. the day. Yeah. So weird. And you know, yeah. So like they knock on the bathroom door and Audrey's like, no, like, well, she does say I'd prefer you hooking up with someone amazing like Audrey, not right. someone whose name you can't remember in the morning. Right. You know? Which is, yeah. Which, like, I do feel actually is, like, completely accepting of his sexuality and, like, his Absolutely. sexual, like, you know, desires and stuff like that in a way in which, like, we don't always see from, like, say, Dawson mm-hmm, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And from Joey towards, like, Jen or totally. towards, like, other people, you totally. know? Like, she was super judgy of Audrey, like, you know, being a hooking slut up with and people. hooking up or whatever. And, like, Pacey, she, like, you know, and I want her to be like this with everyone. I'm not, like, I like this part. But, like, she does accept him in that regard, mm-hmm. you know, which is good. Totally. So they go to the door and Audrey's like, don't come in. <laughs> She's like, it's Joey. And Joey's like, come on, Pacey and I are coming in. Like, we're not having any yeah. of this. And then Pacey says he can't go in there because it's the ladies room. And Joey just looks at him, grabs his ear and pulls him into the bathroom. <laughs> and I'm like, well, okay. I mean, sometimes you got to get shit done. And Audrey's crying. She totally tells Audrey, like, you look amazing. Yeah. You know. Because Audrey's crying and upset. And Joey's like, you look great in this dress. Yeah. And then Audrey's, like, melting down. Yeah. And she's like, I don't deserve to talk to you. I don't deserve to be in the same bathroom as you. And Joey's like, why? Because you kiss Pacey? Mm Mm-hmm. And Audrey looks at Pacey like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Can't you keep a secret? Like, Joey's like, y'all are not subtle. And I figured it out on my own because I'm not stupid. And Joey's like, I'm not upset. Like, it's, it's, like, fine. Yeah. You know? It's hard because, like... I don't know, like, the way that they had it be such a big deal for Joey to find out that Dawson and Jen were, like, together, together. and then this is, like, I don't care. And, like, I know that that's how she was, like, trying to feel, like, in the 
in the episode with Dawson and Jen and like, you know, to varying degrees of success. But then at the end, she reveals that like she didn't care, but she did about this other stuff, you know? And like, I don't know, I guess I just, it's hard to watch like again, how much like Pacey and her were together and meant so much to each other. And then to have it be like reduced to like, it was nothing. That's interesting. I guess my take on it is that, I think she and Dawson, because they cannot get their shit together, they have a weirdo, like, unfinished business. Yeah. And they have, like, a weirdo, not even just unfinished business, but this, like, weirdo, like, hold over each other Mm. where, like, they just, like, feel very possessive of each other. Where I think her and Pacey, like, I think, like, they They are legitimately, (laughs) they legitimately love each other and are legitimately friends, Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. actual friends. And so she's like, it's fine, Mm -hmm. you know? And, like, you guys can date each other. It's, like, not a big deal. Because, like, I think, actually, she really fucking wants Pacey to be happy. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that she feels the same way about Dawson. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's a two-way street with her and Dawson. Like, I'm, you know... I'm well, not they have a toxic, Joey. They have codependent a toxic relationship. Dynamic. Yeah. But like, my thing is like, I think with Pacey, she's like, we gave it a go. Mm. And like, I love you and I want you to be okay. And I want you to be happy. And I want you to be with someone who is awesome. And like, Audrey's awesome. And I want that for you. Right. And like, it's, there's a part of me that looks at it and goes, that's so much healthier than the thing that she's doing with Dawson. I mean, I definitely agree with that, but I do personally feel like it doesn't make sense for her character that like she would be this mature and like have this much perspective about Pacey and all that stuff. And then like say this weird shit to professor Wilder and like, you know, like, like, have I think the- Pacey's the only person that can make her an actual grown up, mm-hmm. or that like has her behaving like an actual grown up. Mm, yeah. I think she, like, doesn't behave like a grown-up with literally any other dude. We've never seen it, yeah. Like, any other romantic interests, yeah. Mm -hmm. But with Pacey, she is. And, like, look, in the real world, a narrative like that is wild. (laughs) That's... Totally. I mean, that's why it's hard to follow, because Mm -hmm. it doesn't make sense that, like, she would be this one way, like this totally different person like maturity wise like and perspective wise you know be able to like totally scope it out communicate concisely what she's thinking and how she's feeling with this one person and then not with anyone else like I don't know that doesn't really make any sense to me it doesn't I I don't think it makes a ton of sense but also that's what we're seeing on screen right is that like she is mature with him Mm -hmm. and only him right yeah Totally. I don't know if it's, I don't know if that's like conscious. I know, which is then why it's hard that they sell us on this boring ass. I agree. You know, Dawson and Joey. It's like, why do they write it like that? (laughs) I agree. Cause, and Audrey comes back and says that like her, their friendship is the best thing that like has come to her at Worthington. And she's like, you know, and what happens? I betray you. Mm hmm. Because I'm weak when it comes to men. And Joey's like, oh, come on. Like kissing Pacey isn't weak. It's, like, the smartest thing either one of you has done for quite some time. And, like, you know, she's like, I love you both. I want you to be happy. God, don't you wish she had had that kind of conversation with Jen? Of course I do. But I think there's no way she's going to do it until, like, you know, she's a lot more mature. Mm-hmm. And, you but know. like, why can she have that with Audrey? 
Because Audrey never tried to date Dawson when they were 15. Mm. Which I know is a bullshit answer, but mm. I think that is the answer. Yeah. She'll always see Jenna's competition. I, I mean, I don't know about always, but I think still, yeah. Yeah. Particularly when Jen's dating Dawson. Yeah, and I mean, Jen came first. Jen dated Dawson first. She yep. had sex with him, you know, like, yeah. it's like at least she can hold over, like, in her mind, Audrey's head of like, oh, been there, done that, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if she thinks that way, and I don't know if I, but I think, like, I think that she and Jen, her relationship to Jen, mm-hmm. not Jen's relationship to her, mm-hmm. but her relationship to Jen is more complicated. I wish it wasn't, but it totally. is. Totally. And so Audrey asks if she's giving permission and, and like, but the way she says it is like, oh my God, you're giving us permission. And Joey's like, no, (laughs) I'm giving you you my blessing. She's like, you don't need my permission. You know, like I'm just giving you my blessing. Yeah. And like, again, why couldn't she say that to Jen and Dawson? She's just never going to. I know, but it's so hard to watch. I agree with you, but it's like, it's never going to happen. Yeah. And it's like, it's hard because like, I, I feel like the way the writers want you to think is that like, oh, yeah, see, she's over Pacey and like we're going to slam, you know, we're going to make this drama with Dawson. But like then what you really see is that like her and Pacey were just our better friends, had a better connection. Mm-hmm. Like they make each they get each other more. They make each other better. They, they make each other better. They like actually work on their communication, yeah. you know, and so the way that you see it, you're like that's her best friend i agree so then we go to the frat where jack's leaving (laughs) and looks sad yeah and he senses eric behind him yeah and eric is just there being a total creep total creep and jack says like listen to me closely because you're never gonna get anything like this again and he says you know the truth you'll have to live with that and believe me when i tell you you have serious issues and you need help i hope you find it and Eric leaves the room and Jack leaves the house. I wish that was the energy Joey brought to Professor Wilder. Oh, girl, same. <laughs> You've got serious issues, bro. Girl, same. Yeah. You know, good for Jack. I agree. I mean, it's hard because it's like if Eric is struggling with his sexuality, that's like real shit. Mm-hmm. But and, also, and like, Jack you don't would get under- to- Yeah, like Jack would totally understand that. But it's like not. You don't get to behave like that. No. Doesn't matter. No. Yeah. So we go back outside to the fountain where the film crew is setting up this shot and Joey walks over to the Dawson and she's like, oh, this is a beautiful location. Mm-hmm. And then is like, well, if there are no more crises, like, um, I'm a go. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to head out. And Dawson's like, no more crises unless you can fix the ending. <laughs> and she's kind of game to help, uh-huh. you know, that's their vibe. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I don't even know if it's wrong. And she's like, well, okay. It's, you know, she uses her new English mm. like literature skills. And she goes, it's a love story. Do they end up happily ever after or not? Mm-hmm. And Dawson admits that he kills her at the I end. Know. Which, and will never not be shocking to me. I know. And Joey's like, and also that Dawson read the script and was like, "Great, great. ending." <laughs> and he's because like, Joey's like, "Oh shit, that's depressing and cynical for the Dawson I know." And we like Dawson. They banter. Dawson's like, "I'm in my dark period." Yeah, he's like, you know, like he's trying to decide if he wants to be a blockbuster filmmaker or like someone else or like an arty. Yeah, yeah. Because like she says. 
why are you so reluctant to film it if you're in your dark period? Mm -hmm. And these are the moments, like a moment like this where I actually do like them as friends. And I do like them as the friends who like know each other. Right. But like we so rarely get that, that like... Yeah, and we only get it because he sent Jen home. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he says he wishes he could be the like idealistic kid that he used to be. But he's like having trouble with that. And then she decides to quote him something that she, she read, read on at a, a bus, bus station. <laughs> what? She's well, like, let me tell you wild. something profound that I read at a bus stop. Wild. <laughs> oh my God. Like what? <laughs> like what? I like, I zoned out after that. I was just like, I cannot. <laughs> she says, hope dies last. And she loves it. And I'm like, what? How's that helpful to what That's he's talking not, about? No. She tells him he's waiting for a sign. And she says, maybe it's me. Uh, yeah. Uh, my que- my note was, what? Okay. I hate this scene. <laughs> it's wild. What the? F- what if it someone no said sense. that to you? No, I would be like. You're like, in this moment of confliction, you're like, I'm waiting for a sign. They're like, maybe it's me. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Um, so she's like, I think it's going to be okay. And like walks away. And we're back to this just like weird cryptic crypticness. We don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know what on. just happened. I don't know what happened. And like, again, like, I don't know. Like, I, I guess like I do hear you, but because the way the scene goes, I went, I hated it mm-hmm. that like when we get these, I think the bar is just so low. When we get these moments where you're like, oh, like she's like a collaborator with him and like that's where they really like shine mm, or whatever. Mm. And you're like, okay, like maybe that like, I guess they're friends. This is the, kind of the first time we've seen them two together, right? For a while, yeah. Since um, Appetite for Destruction. Yeah. Have we seen them together? I don't think so. And like, she's like, oh, I'm going to waltz in and give mm. you the best advice ever. <laughs> I'm, I'm the, the sign. Oh my god. It's a lot. Like who fucking wrote this? It's a lot. Like again, Kasdan. What are we supposed to think about that? I don't know. I don't know. So we go then to Jack sitting on a bench looking lost. Yeah. And Jen sees him. <laughs> it's so funny how they're like in Boston, yeah. but it's still like it's they're bumping city. into each other. Yeah. And he's like, are you alone? And and she comes and sits next to him. Mm-hmm. And then he lights a cigarette, which I was stunned that they allowed that on a teen show. I, know. I was like, what? And then I realized, like, Jen immediately grabs it. Like, he doesn't even inhale it. Oh. And I, she immediately grabs it. Oh, and I was like, oh, happened? that's why he, that. that's why he's allowed to light a cigarette. It was a weird thing to do because we haven't seen him smoke. Seen him smoke. But it, I guess it's like, this is rock bottom. Jack's smoking. <laughs> on a bench all alone oh my god so anyway he's He's like like, are you you going anywhere and he's like no nah (laughs) and he's he says like he doesn't know what happened like he remembers them sitting at that coffee place Mm -hmm. you know it's like across the street and he's like and there was a frat guy and he invited us to a party and now like here the rest is a blur yeah and then he's like jen can i ask you something yeah and she's like yeah Yeah. he's like do you like Notting Hill? Yeah. And she's like, are you kidding? I love that movie. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> Loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, so these two maybe are taking some tentative steps back towards yeah. each other. And I do like the sense that like, you know, 
that's why they're all friends with Dawson is that they all like movies. Yeah. You know, like sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, how does this all work? I you know, know? Yeah, yeah. but when we get those little things, you're like, oh, they all like have like this have a shared interest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we go back to the movie set. Dawson is like, no, I know what I'm going to do. <laughs> and he tell, he's like, Audrey, we're going to cut all this. He part. like grabs the script and he starts crossing stuff out like she can remember that. Like uh, my thing, the way I see it is that he's just like end here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, no. instead of whatever. I agree with you. Yeah. But he, and he's like giddy. He's alive. He's he's. So are we supposed to think that Joey was the sign? I don't know. He saw the sign and opened his up. Opened up his eyes. He yeah. saw the sign. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, you know, I just want you to be like honest and vulnerable in this scene. Like, don't try to be sardonic or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then he whispers a direction to her. (laughs) Like, she's like, but, and he's like, shoot first, ask questions later. And I'm like, okay. All right. It's so weird. And Dawson gives some direction that they're going to do this in one long shot. He's like, okay guys. And he's so giddy. He's like, he is thriving, you know, he's like like, giggling. Yeah. And it's cute. And like Pacey's sitting right next to him. And like, you know, like I, you know, Dawson lost his dad and like, he was scared of this movie. And like, so I'm excited for him that he's excited and he's trying to figure out like how to make this movie or whatever. So like seeing him like this, you're like, got it. But like, are we supposed to think that Joey was the sign? And that's why, like, you know what I I mean? I honestly don't know how to answer that. And like, I want to say no, but also I I think the answer might be yes. Do I think that's what happened? No. But is that what the show is trying to make us think? I think the answer is yes. Yeah, maybe yes. And that's so annoying. Agreed. Because so then we get to the scene where we see Charlie with a gun. Gun. He walks up with a gun in, in his, his back, back jeans or yeah. whatever, and we're like, "Dark. This is dark." dark. And Audrey's like, "You, you know, the, you ruined my life." And you know, they have this whole scene, and that we doesn't kind of make catch on. any no, sense. Doesn't we make do any sense. not know what's happening. And like again, I would give anything to see this movie. I'm saying. Oh my god! And we kind of catch on, like Char- You see Charlie kind of grasp that he's not going to shoot her. Yeah, yeah. So like he like, like go. He has his like hand in the back, but then he kind of like he goes. He improvises. Yeah. He he's in on the yeah. improv, I guess. And we see Pacey watching Audrey do her thing, and he's got this like huge smile on his yeah, face because yeah, yeah. he's she's good. She's yeah. really good. And then of course it just starts snowing. And it's so, it looks pretty. It looks gorgeous. It starts snowing and Audrey like looks up and starts laughing and like kind of spinning. And you're like, like it's cute. And so, and Charlie kind of goes along with it too. And Dawson like runs over to the camera guy and like has his hand on him Uh to kind of be like guiding him. Yeah. And so we get this whole, like, it's great. It's this great scene. But we don't know what Dawson whispered because he didn't know it was going to snow in that exact moment. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. We still don't know. To this day, we don't know what Dawson whispered. No. Mm. I've thought about that more than I really should have. Yeah, definitely. So then we we go to after the shoot and Pacey and Audrey are leaving and he's like, you know, I'm really sorry about what happened. No, he says, I'm sorry I kissed you. Yeah. I love that he takes ownership of it. Yeah. Because it's like, it doesn't matter who kissed who first, like they kissed. Yeah. So like, you know, like I kind of like that, like especially in juxtaposition to um, Joey being like, I'm sorry you kissed me to yeah. Professor Wilder, like, you know, like yeah. not taking there's no ownership ownership over the action the action that happened you know like i i do like because like audrey kissed pacey 
Totally. She initiated it. But Pacey's like, I'm sorry I kissed you. Totally. And, you know, Pacey says that now that they have Joey's permission, like, maybe he's not feeling it. Yeah. And Audrey's like, same. You're not my type. And yeah. then they start kissing. I know. <laughs> and, like, Audrey's like, like, she says it again. She's like, you're not my type. And, yeah. like, they kiss again. He's like, okay. And she's like, I'm trying to convince myself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And she's like, okay, I have to go home. Like, I have to be done now. Yeah. And Pacey's like, all right, good night. And then she's like, I don't have a car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then PC is just, like, so sweet. And mm-hmm. it was like, you were amazing tonight. Like, I don't know how you do this thing where you, like, smile and the whole world lights up. Yeah. And she says it's acting and so- PC says beats the hell out of work, mm-hmm. which I feel like is a wink at yeah. um, their jobs. Yeah. And then we go to Joey, <laughs> who is walking through a Boston now totally covered in snow now here's the thing i agree with you i was like whoa is this a fucking blizzard i was born and raised in coastal california Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i have only ever not lived in coastal california for one year of my life where i Mm -hmm. lived in london england Mm -hmm. and um i'm just looking at this and going like this could no way in hell. It's a lot of snow. It's not like a dusting. It's like snow on the ground sticking. Yeah. <laughs> okay, people from snowy places tell us that's wild, right? That is totally not. Well, especially for like how much it was just flaking when the scene happens uh-huh. with like, I don't know, like I don't, I've, you know, besides living in my van, I've lived in, you know, coastal California my whole life and like. But I've been to places where it snows, like on a vacation, obviously. And like my godson lives in Reno. So like I've been places like this. But so I have an idea of snow, but maybe the East Coast is different. East Coast people. Let us know. Let us know. Because we only have like the Sierras to go on and like maybe like, you know, we have some mountain ranges over here. Yeah. Yeah. Dawson's critique at gmail.com. Seriously, because this shit does not make sense. Seems it's like wild inches of snow. And like seems like like it's been there for a while. Yeah, exactly. And Joey or Katie Holmes is walking so precariously. She looks like she's about to eat shit. Really funny. Like I do wonder if like Wilmington had had a snowstorm. Yeah, and they're like, just go with it. Yeah. Yeah. And then she does this thing where she like picks up snow and she like throws it at the T sign. So funny. And she like narrates a baseball. Yeah. she calls herself Sammy. Sam, yeah. Which, like, maybe... It was close to Sammy Sosa. Well, I was... Um, I don't think it's the same, but it kind of reminds... Maybe we'll cut this out, but, like, of, of the finale. With... That's her name in the show. Oh. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to cut it. Um, so... She, we get this little card as she like walks down the street that says to be continued, even though the episode seemed like it ended. I know. <laughs> I know. We've only had one other to be continued. Yeah. And it also didn't make sense. Right. <laughs> we also like, were like, what? They <laughs> we were like, well, <laughs> that kind of seems like we, that episode ended. And then like, they're like to be continued with sex she wrote, you know, mm-hmm, in season mm-hmm. two. So that's weird. Yeah. And hard to care about. Yeah, agreed. I I don't even remember what I felt at that point. I know. Um, hmm. Well, okay, wait. Sammy Sosa was playing for the Cubs at this point. 
Sorry, mm. I just looked it up. Right. Um, so I don't know. But yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, look, there's parts of this episode that I do like, and I agree with you. I think, I think the problem or I think the disconnect that I'm feeling is that, like, the storylines that I really like, mm-hmm. like the filmmaking storyline, mm-hmm. like Pacey and Audrey, I mm-hmm. actually do really like. Dawson and Jen. Dawson and Jen. All of those things, like just get like condensed down so much to leave room for this frat boy. And there's a, there's an interesting way to do this particular frat boy storyline. I think cause there's so many frat boys. It really bothers me. So I'm like, which one's that? Like what's going on? Like, you know, and like, so that kind of feels hard to care about. And then the fact that they're like, yeah, we just go fuck girls. And like, we don't get Jack's feeling on that. Like, like, does Jack feel like he fits in when they're mm. talking about that? Is that what he wants to fit in on? That he's just sitting around with the boys talking about them fucking girls? Pussy? Yeah. Like, I don't, like, we don't know. You know what yeah. I mean? And, like, so maybe if we knew, we would care more. But, like, since they, like, perpetuate this about, you know, the storyline. Yeah. And, like, we don't, so it's hard to watch and give a fuck about, like, you know? like I do, yeah. Um, And then we've seen that actual telling like over and over and over with this frat boy storyline and then again like I keep saying like it's at the expense of like him just like being with the other characters totally like Jack is all alone like I don't know maybe he's filming something you know the actor or whatever although he's in a lot of it yeah like but but that's what they did with Jen where it was like oh well she's all alone filming with like Tom so we don't have to yeah so we don't have to schedule yeah exactly so I don't know if that's what's happening which like I guess I would understand but like you know whatever but and then I think it's hard because that storyline is so boring and Mm. then also the Professor Wilder one is boring and then now it's like escalated to fucked up that like it's hard (laughs) I agree you know and like you know at least they brought Joey into this filmmaking but they didn't bring Jack in you know yeah totally like all alone and like you know, again, it's like Joey, they did this in last season too, where like she's kind of like the mainish second, at least main character or second main character, mm-hmm. but we barely see scenes with her and like the core anyone else. Anyone else. Yeah, she's with Audrey and Pacey like, when a little bit. was the bit. last time we saw her and Jack have a scene together? The episode where after he tried to, or maybe the episode. That I mean, obviously they're all in ap- appetite for destruction, but like just the two of them, like, you know, yeah, the episode like, that she, like he apologizes after. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's like, we don't see them together, you know, like yeah. obviously we don't see her and Jen together. So I don't know. There's like, there's enough characters to have enough pairings where like, we don't yeah. need all these other like professor Wilder, like two dozen frat dudes. Yeah. It's like, you know, like Oliver, like all these Charlie, like yeah. all of these people are like, oh my gosh, you know, Can we just get another girl up in here too, you know? Um Yeah. So that's weird. Or someone that's not a frat boy. I know. Yeah. It's like annoying misogynist too. Yeah, could we have like one non misogynist? All the men we have are like Danny. Ugh. We have Professor Wilder Oh, he was already bad and he's escalated to like an abusive piece of shit. Charlie. Yeah. Oh, Oliver, who like Jen flat out was like, that guy's a misogynist creep who just wants to see tits, you know? It's like how, like, and then like this guy, Eric, who's like, you know, 
it's hard and like like who homophobia knows? is based in misogyny yeah like and you know we saw how hard it was for jack to come out so like you know you can only imagine who like this guy's dad is like he might yeah, be sure. like um you know <laughs> paul walker's dad in the skulls or something like that yeah yeah so like his dad might be mitch mcconnell and, yeah you know. like you know like i i'm sorry about that but like i'm not gonna be okay with him treating people like shit sure. obviously so it's like every like all the extra characters is introduced are just like they're also like one notes they're all just assholes and then like trashy yeah so i don't know it's fucked up totally um okay so for our listener corner um this is from tamara mm. i just wanted to tamra tamra rhymes with camera mm-hmm. <laughs> tamra i wanted to share this joke she sent with us okay okay i listened to your last episode your commentary reminded me of a joke i heard Quote, the male feminist walked into a bar because it was so low. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so funny. That's a great joke. I know. <laughs> so truth. Yeah, it is. It truth. really is. <laughs> I've been thinking a lot about that, about a lot about where bars are. Mm-hmm. Um, not just like in my neighborhood, but also just yeah. in the um, where on we Dawson's set the Creek bar on Dawson's and, Creek. Yeah. In our world, mm-hmm, in our lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think a lot about that because I I think like it's so interesting that when you start to move the bar, particularly Mm -hmm. in an upward fashion, Mm -hmm. how quickly people are like, well, you can't expect whatever Mm -hmm. it is. And I'm just like, but why can't we? Really? I know. I know. I I actually have been thinking about. Maybe this isn't about the bar, but about a lot how people are like, oh, well, we can't really make radical change. And you're like, I don't know. March 15th, 2020, Gavin Newsom, like, shut down everything. Yeah. Like. That was a radical change. I don't know. Like, I used to think radical change would be, like, slow and steady. But, like, then our whole lives changed by, like, executive order. Yeah. You know, and like, I get what people are saying and I, I agree and I understand, but then I'm also like, but what? Remember that lived experience we had? So well, like, why aren't we resetting our bar? And the, and actually, I think we kind of are. I mm-hmm. mean, like when you look at all these people, like we've been talking about sort of towards the end of our, each of our podcasts about like all these labor movements and people on strike and mm-hmm. IATSE j- is going to go on strike, I think next week. Yeah, I think um sunday at midnight mm-hmm. yeah. and jo- john, john deere, deere like ten thousand john people yeah. working at john deere just went on strike mm-hmm. and there have been people on it's the largest stri- private strike in u.s history, history. Yeah. yeah and you know people are really fucking fed up mm-hmm. and are striking and are making radical change and those radical changes. I mean, I think the thing that's frustrating is that a lot of times those radical changes come from below mm-hmm. and trickle their way up. Right. Um, you know, re- mm-hmm. a reverse Ronnie Reagan, mm-hmm. um, you know, one that actually works and is well, not yeah, just a I fucking mean, fantasy. We actually saw that like, if you give cash payments to, you know, poor people, then that actually stimulates the economy more, which is what economists have been saying from models. But we saw like real life lived experience. Right. But rich people just don't want to fucking admit that that's true. They don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff Bezos wants to go to space. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, we all have to suffer because of that. (laughs) 
Yep. <laughs> Don't get me started. Also, <laughs> William Shatner. Ugh, what a piece of shit that guy is. I just am not going to care about that. I'm not okay. going to think I have about to for one second. space travel anymore because okay. the more power we give to that, the more, like, you know. Okay, I hear you. Yeah. But also, I wish they would have. I wish they wouldn't. I, I wish also, they would like, have gotten I'm... stuck up there and never come back. <laughs> I totally agree. <laughs> it's like, I'm not going to care. Like, I mean, I love sci-fi, so I actually, and I, you know, like, I think that there's something really powerful about going to space. Like we wouldn't have cell phones if we didn't need to communicate with the Apollo mission, you know? Totally. So like there is something to be said for like, you know, research and science. Like yeah. without a doubt, I don't like this completely fucked up private sector yeah. only research. That's fucking dark because then you get to like be proprietary and not reveal when you're doing fucked up shit because it's proprietary. Mm. The biggest problem with fracking is that we, the companies are allowed to say the shit that they put into the earth is proprietary, so we don't know. Like, are you kidding me? I mean... That's what happens when private sector is the only thing. I agree with you. I'm with you. Yeah. It's, it's almost like, as if there are whole sci-fi dystopian novels about this kind of thing. I, I don't know. I've read several. Mm. <laughs> I'm on the sixth book of The Expanse right now. There you go. I don't know what that means, but I am so proud of you. Yeah. I mean, totally. And like, I, you know, like, obviously, like, I don't like the phrase giving more people a seat at the table because it implies ownership of a table. But like, mm. I definitely think that like, you know, like reimagining what the bar is and, you know, reimagining who gets a say in things sure. and stuff like that is like important and powerful and like necessary yeah and saying i refuse to be treated this way yeah. or i refuse to you know engage with this thing or whatever it is yeah i think having those bars i mean as uncomfortable as it might be particularly for straight white men mm -hmm. i kind of don't care yeah i actually was reading this piece in the atlantic today by um ibra x kende is that you saying ibrahim x kende uh, ibram x kende ibram x kende thank you mm -hmm. um who was talking about how um, white people are using Martin Luther King to say that Martin Luther King wouldn't want critical race theory. They're like, he wants people to be judged by the, their kids to be judged by the content of their character. So we can't have critical race theory. Oh my God. And like, ask know? anyone in your life that is against critical race theory to define critical race theory for you before moving forward with a conversation. I agree. I love defining terms before we're going to have a discussion. Mm -hmm. I I'm just saying. agree more with that, mm -hmm. you know. Especially, what is it? Why are you so mad about it? What does it mean to you? Mm -hmm. Because I think my understanding of it is actually based on the intellectual theory and thought processes of it. But, like, I want to know what you think it is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Go on. The floor is yours. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk more. Okay. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. like, I actually don't know anyone in my life. Thank God. That is, like, yeah. that would, maybe I do, but they would never say anything to me because yeah. that would not be a conversation they were willing to have. Um, so thank God. Um, but yeah, that's really haunting mm -hmm. and so bizarre. I mean, calm down. Really? Everyone I know. Calm down. It's really interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, I know that we use our education system to, you know, indoctrinate people without a doubt. Yeah. You know, um, like, you know, yeah. 
whatever. I'm not going to get into how much fucked up shit happens, <laughs> yeah, but we'll save that. You for know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking dark. Okay. For our not a girl, not yet a woman. This is from Stephanie. Um, I don't think I read this one, okay. but let me know. Okay. Um, Um, When I became more conscious of referring to adult female humans as, quote, women instead of girls, I noticed that I wanted to say, quote, girl in reference to peers and people younger than me and women in reference to people older than me. It's a hard habit to break and sometimes feels awkward, but it's for the greater good. Yeah, I can't remember if we talked about this, but I'll talk about it more if we have, (laughs) which is that I feel the same way. I I actually... I. I've been conscious for a while now, but with us, our discussion, I've become more conscious mm-hmm. even of when I call people girl and woman and also the word female and how it's used mm-hmm. because there's a YouTube video, like channel that I watch that I think I've mentioned on the Patreon, but maybe not here of like this couple, um, in Oklahoma that reacts to like music. Uh, uh-huh, yeah, like, yeah. They, like one of them just like has only listened to rap. Mm-hmm. And so like, he's like listening to, cool. you know, all this, like, it's yeah, so yeah, fun yeah. to watch. Yeah. I find it really entertaining. Um, but they have a day called female Friday mm. and I was like, do I like that or not like that? And I get the alliterative, like I get right, it, right, right. but like, I was like, I think I kind of like it. Like mm-hmm. I'm okay with it used in this mm-hmm. context. Um, and then I also, I call a lot of people girl. I mean, I, so the way that I use girl is I get from queer culture, from queer male culture yeah. particularly, but I also understand that queer male culture borrows heavily from black female culture Mm -hmm. and so I really like I'm very like aware of it and I do with a lot of things try not to adopt it Mm -hmm. girl has somehow crept into my vocabulary (laughs) and like it's very hard for me (laughs) to break yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah. I listen to a lot of podcasts like you're like good friend who is a gay man you will be likely to be like girl like you know because they do it so then you pick up on their like totally and I there's a lot of gay men in my life yeah and also I um and also I think of that use of girl as gender as gendered well yeah non-gendered they're they're using it in that way because we are too like everyone participating in the conversation is using it non-gendered right and I because I think of girl and dude girl in that way Mm -hmm. and dude I use both in non-gendered ways but also I'm very aware that some people don't like being called those things because they are technically gendered terms, even though I don't personally mm-hmm. feel like they are mm-hmm. or I don't use them when I use them. I don't. That's mm-hmm. not. So I, I think a lot about that, but also um, I think I will say that like, Oh, this girl I work with mm-hmm. da, 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 and then I'm like, Oh no, she's a woman. Like I, I will correct myself mm. and be like, she's a woman sometimes if they're older even i'll be like this girl i work with i don't know i use it all the time um and often catch myself so rarely use woman i'll say girl and lady (laughs) yeah i don't know oh yeah this lady yeah Yeah, this lady i work with like i don't know i in the same way that stephanie's saying where it's like someone older i might be like oh this lady yeah and then this girl if it's someone younger yeah but like i don't know like when i because i obviously we've been talking about so when i reflect upon it i just like feel like i so infrequently use the word woman yeah you know and like i don't know i don't know what to make of that yeah to be honest but like only when um, I'm quoting Clueless. Yeah. <laughs> well, then, then <laughs> You know, and, like, I don't know. Maybe because it, you know, like, it kind of became, like, a thing where it was, like, you know, they would add an X and, you know, whatever, and different <laughs> things where you're, like, 
I'm not going to get on board with that. I, I'm not going to not be like, I don't judge it, but I'm like, I'm not going to do that. Like, yeah, I don't not my know. Thing. That's not my thing. Like Good for I, you, not for me. Yeah, totally. Like it's, it's fine, but that's just like the mm. winter. Ovest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just like, I don't know if that's like a real battle I want to pick right now. You know, totally. I do think language is really important, obviously, but yeah. like, um, I don't know if that's one that I'm like, I need to jump on that, that, um, fight. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I definitely agree that like you would be more likely to refer to someone as a woman if they were older than you. I do agree with that. I do agree with that. And then like, I don't know if I should just personally say this person I work with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, why does it matter? Yeah. I, I, I will say I think about that mm-hmm. a lot more with race than with um like gender Mm. where I'm like I try to like I'm like unless it's relevant to the conversation you don't need to know like that my coworker is black or Asian or something like that but and and even on this podcast sometimes like we are like oh let like let us point this out Uh because it is so rare to see a person of color Yeah, yeah but like um and so sometimes we do point it out without like just saying, hey, just a note that this person is a person of color. Right. Whereas, like, I think in my day-to-day life, I'm like, unless it's relevant, mm-hmm. you know. Well, sure. To make the conversation. I think, you know, the reason why we point it out on the show is because it's so rare. And in our day-to-day life, it's not. It's not rare. <laughs> you sure. know. Um, so that's why it it you would only point it out if it mattered. On top of that, like, I do think there's, like, race isn't always obvious. You know, I agree with that, too. You know, um, so that's, you know, while, like, I definitely think, like, gender, I, you know, identity and isn't always, it's more obvious than race. Yeah, I think we're, we're just now entering a period where we realize that sometimes it's not. Exactly. And, like, my company, my new company that I work for, like, encourages us all in our email signatures to have our pronouns mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And my thing has always been, like, like I don't care who you are, you should put your pronouns in, mm-hmm. in stuff. Because, like, even if you look traditionally female, like, female or feminine, mm-hmm. like, it, you can still use they, them pronouns. And, like, right. no matter what pronouns you're using right. or, you know, that, like... People should be like, oh, okay, like, let us, let us start divorcing the idea of look with Mm -hmm. gender. Yeah. And also like creating a safe space for people that are non-binary or transitioning or whatever. I was actually talking to my mom about that. She's like, I don't know why I have to do that. And I was like, it's not for you, white, rich woman. It's for like people that might not feel safe to do that. And if it's not like a mandated policy or like, like, or to just make a culture that allows people to just feel like that's normal that you should ask someone or that it should be known or whatever like this isn't for you well and it's like your mom looks so traditionally feminine yeah and like so her having like a button or something that says she her like actually enforces good behavior right like saying like hey just because i look traditionally feminine doesn't mean you you <laughs> are automatically know my pronouns exactly that's what i said to her yeah. i was like oh my god this isn't for you yeah. like you know like stop centering yourself boomer yeah like ugh. 
I'm doing the Lord's work here. (laughs) You know, just like whatever. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So anyways, uh, it's definitely interesting. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know. Yeah. But it, I guess what it, maybe it's just because two, you know, people that identify female, like it feels weird to be called a woman. So maybe that's why we don't always use it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's kind of part of my, you know, curiosity. Is it like only a thing that men use? So that's why sometimes it feels weird. It feels like, what? what yeah. Like, what's going on? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like you said, include this woman, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, Mm-mm. yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. So it's definitely interesting. Um, so yeah, thank you, Stephanie. And thank you, Tamara, for that joke. Yeah. I laughed really you, hard at that. That's really funny. <laughs> Um, cool. And thank you everyone for listening yep. and for being here and making space with us. Um, you know, we're, we're excited to have you and, mm-hmm. you know, it's wild, wild time to be alive, but we're doing it right. <laughs> I mean, we're still here. We're, so <laughs> We're still alive. Something's working. You know, yeah. however wild it might be. And like, yeah. you know, we're in. We're in it, season five. Yeah. I can't we're believe like in it. in the thick of it. Yeah, we're in like the middle of it. Yeah, y'all. So in the next episode, I know you probably all know what's coming. We are not going to go beat by beat um, through the next episode. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about themes. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about some other stuff. Um, it might be a little short. Yeah, that's fine. There's not a lot to say about it. But like, I guess the fuck? we can tell you all we will have a special interview though we're gonna have a special interview coming with up with our dawson's creek friends over at dawson's creeps so know. that'll be exciting we're gonna be talking dawson's creek to with zoe them. and gabby yeah. yeah and we're gonna have them on our film club so yeah. um if you want to join us over on patreon um we're gonna have them on to discuss our halloween h2o yeah we're, we're, we're so excited yeah we're like internet friends but we're gonna be like we're going to actually talk to actually, them on a Zoom call. I know. It's going to be so fun. So we're excited Someday about Someday we'll have to get out to to Boston. Oh, Mass. God. I know. I want that be the dream. Yeah. We're out to, yeah, to see them. It'd be so fun. Yeah, someday. Or like some kind of, maybe we'll all go to Wilmington together. Mm. <laughs> That'd be so fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. But you know what? We hope you all are staying safe, protecting yourself. Get your flu shot. Um, yeah, please. I just get, got mine. Get your booster if you're eligible. Mm-hmm. Um, look into it if you don't know. I don't know. It's kind of hard to figure out, but yeah, I signed up for one because my weight puts me in a high risk group. Right. Apparently. Yeah. So I don't know. That's a lot to unpack. Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I mean like, yeah, like, yeah, it's hard to know what to do about that and again it's like half the world isn't vaccinated and we're getting like a third shot i, I mean so I, like, i'm with you on feeling a little bit weird I about feel that really weird and guilty about that but like but also as someone who has to travel a lot i yeah, like like it's, I'm, you know and that's fine you know yeah like, i need a line of defense for both me and the people that i sometimes have to sit across from and talk into yeah, a microphone with. yeah totally and like you know yeah. it's just part of our like new normal to just like you know yeah get some put shots, a shot in an arm you know yeah. and i just think we need to really stand strong because like honestly this isn't gonna be the first wild shit that we go through like no. why do we keep acting like it's okay this is like a once in a lifetime thing when we've like seen so many and like scientists are like climate change changes everything so like you know like we just need to stand firm and like be okay with vaccine mandates 
totally like i'm not gonna i'm i haven't wavered from my support of them but like totally um when we went to school we had vaccines we had to get totally so like it's not weird it's not a big deal it's not weird i don't know like i i understand like it's scary i totally get it but i had a lyft driver in colorado that like spouted like all this nonsense at me about like um this like wrong information about vaccines and Mm -hmm. i was just like woof this is what we're up against also lyft drivers no one needs that opinion (laughs) <laughs> spewed at them while they're trying to get to a goddamn airport without a doubt yeah i know it's it's complicated it's it is it is it's not complicated i don't know it's, it's just easy. like i actually respect your right not to get the vaccine but like i don't respect your right to go everywhere you know what uh, i mean yeah. like if you don't want to wear shoes in public fine but don't go into a restaurant the end (laughs) you know like what okay like i if you don't want to get the vaccine then don't but you're not allowed to go into a private business Mm -hmm. or a public space or get on a fucking airplane yeah yeah like it it just doesn't make any sense yeah Um, or sit next to me on an airplane without a mask like the guy yeah on my flight from denver so fascinating (laughs) yeah um yeah so i don't know just like be cool man yeah it's like you know whatever interesting what a time to be alive but Mm. you know we're doing it i guess i guess yeah (laughs) so with that we want to say black lives matter defund the police Mm -hmm. stop asian hate honor our treaties yep Ooh, it's just like we like can't we have diversity and energy (laughs) that'd be great (laughs) like Come on. The absurdity that we give so much power to the oil industry. Oh my God. Like we need all type, all hands on deck, mm. you know, like it's just like, that is not the only source of energy. So like, why do we give preferential treatment to that industry? Um, just like got a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's absurd. Mm. <laughs> like we're going to see the end of, of that coming up soon because mm. like, there's a full-blown energy crisis happening right now. But, you know, on our treaters, water protectors are real. <laughs> like, you know, mm-hmm. if you don't believe in the seven-generation rule, I don't want to listen to you and what you want to do about the earth. So I said it. Um, we want to say we stand with all labor unions. Mm-hmm. I wanted to um, – I, I have it right here – what Black Lives Matter says, um, Black Lives Matter stands in solidarity with real unions that represent the interest of working class people. Police unions do the opposite. Um, they oppose working class people at every turn, break strikes and bust unions. Police associations bully and bribe public officials, pilfer the public purse by advocating for inordinate shares of public funds for police at the expense of vital public services. And they shield murderous, violent and corrupt cops from any accountability through measures like qualified immunity and attempts to block meaningful police reform. So we do not stand with police associations or police unions because those aren't real unions. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, we're ex- we stand with in here in L.A., IFC, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, John Deere and every other union, Frito-Lay, every other. Yeah. All of our nurses that are mm-hmm. making the complicated choice to strike. Mm-hmm. We stand with you. We're trying to make a safer world for everyone. Yep. 
So you can, and better, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> John Deere has the gall to say that they pay their workers more than anyone else in that industry while they're reporting four billion dollars in net profit. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Yeah, seems like there's a problem. I know. It's like okay. Um, that's wild. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't act like we can't read numbers. Um, so you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Dawson's Critique. You can email us, dawsonscritique at gmail.com. Um, you can, uh, we want to shout our boy Kilia for making our theme song. You can find him on Instagram at crazy. You can follow my Finsta at Aaron.Hensley. For our capitalism corner, we have merch, bit.ly slash Dawson's Critique. Um, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Dawson's Critique. And like I said, we're going to have the Dawson's Creep Girls on soon. So we're very excited about that. So if you want to get in on that, you can join us over there. And as always, you can order our book, I Remember Everything, Life Lessons from Dawson's Creek, available wherever you get your books. Let's shout out to Books, Inc., um, which is a small chain of bookstores all over the San Francisco Bay Area, mostly the East Bay, South Bay, and the city itself. Um, they are a great chain, and you can find our book there um, cool. at any of their locations. Uh, they should be able to order it for you if they don't have it in stock. Uh Please like a subscribe, write a review wherever it is you get your podcasts. Thank you so much to those of you who have. It helps us immensely when you do. Uh, you can find me online at Pesty1079 on Twitter and Instagram. We'd like to thank you for being here with us. We hope you have a great week, and we'll see you next time. I don't want to wait for